0: everybody, and welcome to our one and only How I Met
1: Your Mother episode! I'm
0: one of your hosts, Mara K. Elliott, and I'm joined as always by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya!
1: I know plugs go at the end, but I just want to say, if anyone wants to see a true love soulmate story done well, you should watch Dawson's Creek, which actually gets it right at the end.
0: Yes, the scumbag does not get the girl. <laughs>
1: hey Latoya. <laughs> Hello.
0: And we are joined again by our lovely guest, Jessica Reed. Hey. hey Jess.
2: How's it going?
0: <laughs> hey. And Kyle Grime. Hey,
2: hey guys. How are how we doing?
0: Uh, not great, Kyle. Not great. Oh yeah. Uh, so if you, <laughs> if you couldn't tell by the intro earlier, obviously this is our Happy New Year episode, and probably one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Oh my God. Finale's I've ever seen. How I Met Your Mother. Season 9, Episodes 23 and 24, The Last Forever, Part 1 and 2. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie, this is part of why I thought about doing this podcast at one point, because this is one of the most infuriating things I've ever sat through. (laughs) I felt like it was a betrayal of everything I know and hold dear. I don't know about you guys, but let's get into it. So, I myself watched this show up until around Season 9. I lost track of it, and then I was going to go back and rewatch it, but then this happened, and I thought, to hell with the whole show um how about you latoya <laughs> i know you probably watched all of it i did watch
1: all the show and i will argue that the rest of the season is really good until I have, heard that. Here. I have
0: heard that i think it's part of why the 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 betrayal felt so raw is so many people actually got back on board with it and then it just pulled the rug <laughs> right back out from under everybody yeah pretty much because i even went back before watching this episode and just watched like a little snippet of the of the the wedding of Robin and Barney, which is what this whole episode is about, unraveling, kind of. Um, And it's, like, this beautiful, like, everybody in their families there, the love of their lives, it's, like, this whole thing. And in ten minutes, it's gone. And we'll get into that. But it's, like, really? Like, do you not have any respect for what you are even trying to do? But, I don't know. No, no, they have
1: respect for what they were trying to do a decade ago.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And they had that pre-recorded, so they got to just They didn't have to. They did not have
3: to. (laughs)
0: So dumb. So fucking dumb. So Jess, how about you? Did you, you watched all of it uh, as well? Yeah,
3: I mean, I've seen, I'd seen all of it way before this, um, a friend got me into it, I think it was in its third season when I started watching it, so I watched from about there all the way through.
0: Yeah. And how about you, Kyle?
2: Um, I, I followed the show the entire way through, uh, well, I picked, I picked up the season one DVD, uh, when it released, and then I binged all that and I got really into it and then followed it from there. I
3: was going to say that I agree with Latoya that season 9 would have been fine, would have been good if not for the last two episodes that just undid like 7 hours of work in 10 minutes. So
0: And I'll I'll even argue that I think as terrible as many points of the episode were, if you had caught off that cauterized that last five minutes of the of the whole series it wouldn't have been good but it would have been salvageable mm-hmm. yeah it was it was that last five minutes we'll get to it would still like, be
1: really terrible for Barney and Robin but hey at it's least. like
0: if a, it's like if a building was on fire and at the last five minutes instead of just trying to like put it out you threw some gasoline <laughs> on it it's just like what are you doing it could have gone out on its own you just murdered the rest of the people in that building <laughs> But so so let's, I mean, there's no other way to do this without unpack it. We're going to try and go as as point by point. There's a lot of tangents I'm sure we'll try and stop from going off on, but who's to say it's any, you know, problem. Because I feel like this is one of those, these shows that I think this is such an epitome of, of, uh, personally, of uh, my late high school, college career of watching TV, that when it ended so poorly, it felt like... Oh, so I'm an adult now. <laughs> like, this is what being disappointed
3: in
1: TV is. This like. is what disappointment feels like. I mean, it was really like, oh,
3: yeah, it every-
0: was
1: th- all my hopes and dreams are dead. Definitely <laughs> a college thing for me too, because I remember because I had started watching the show like I guess it was during like season two reruns just, like in the middle of a hiatus uh, of season two, and it was like some yeah. few first episodes I saw were like the brunch episode and mm-hmm. uh, slap bet. Like those are some really good episodes yeah. to start- get started on. So I like I went back and. Like, I made my friends, like, when we were, like, home from break, like, on break, we'd like, i make them watch How I Met Your Mother with me, and we'd all get hooked, and then it ended. That
0: happened. This, yeah. See, this is one of those shows on the rare, I mean, like, it wouldn't be rare, I've done a couple of things, but I was actually kind of an early adopter, I think I watched this either on the pilot as it premiered, or very early on. I don't know why, I think it probably had a lead-in that I liked, it was also kind of like the paramore sister show of big bang 3 when it first started so a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff that was being aired around the same time i was already watching i just got a lot of promos i was like all right i'll give it a shot i love ellison hannigan i love jason siegel sure why not this is pre anything that kobe smolders had really done this is one of her first forays into tv or anything pretty much hey and- she was
1: in the second episode of true calling Oh, I'm so sorry, She listening. played a sociopath. She was also in a season four episode of uh, Smallville, and she played a sociopath and tried to kill Lex. So, I mean, mm-hmm. she was doing things.
0: Yeah, she was, but this is definitely her first, like, you know, opening. She was in a scenes. rock
1: movie. <laughs> oh, you mean a rock movie or an Iraq movie? <laughs> that one where he, like, had the, the block of wood. That movie. <laughs>
0: What the fuck? It was like a baseball <laughs> like, bat. The rock? Wait a minute, I think has been a rock movie like a rock band, and I was thinking. No, playing in the playing rock r- Johnson, <laughs> you mean Walking Tall, off, FYI, I think. Yeah. Yes, not, I haven't seen
1: the garbage okay. movie.
0: <laughs> With Johnny Knoxville? Her, her
1: character was called Exotic Beauty. That is a fact. <laughs> that is a
0: fact. Oh, God damn it! Alright, so let's get into this episode, because we can keep going at this for hours. But I want to talk about
1: The Rock, goddammit.
0: <laughs> oh, no. But um, Dwayne Johnson's aside, um, so they, they start out the episode going back to the beginning with all the bad wigs and all the... Oh, God,
1: bad
0: yes. Heads. It's most obvious. What? This show has been on for nine years at this point. They could never nail an Alison Hannigan wig.
1: Oh, never. God, her wigs were so bad. But it, was, yeah, it was most obvious because it was an Alison Hannigan wig and Neil Patrick Harris super aged in those ten years. Yeah, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, you can see it all over his face. Especially yeah. in, the, in the very end, they have this little, which I actually found nice, even though I was so mad I was, like, literally <laughs> c- contemplating hitting things. They have, like, a, a Marshall, as played by Jason Siegel, like, end credits. The yeah. Of their old, old pilot pictures. And Neil Patrick Harris looks, like, 20 years older. <laughs> it was just like, oh my god. I mean, the dude works all day long, so it's obviously part of it, but it was He's probably the most different. I feel like Josh Radner had such a youthful face at first that he just kind of aged to the same age that he already started at. But of everybody, Neil Patrick Harris definitely does not look like he's Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> 10 years ago. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but so the, this episode starts off with them all sitting in the bar.
1: 2005. 2005. Well, like five. Definitely a scene shot in 2014. <laughs>
0: exactly. And uh, their first group hang. So I guess it's supposed to be right around after the pilot it's their first like interaction after you know robin has kind of said hey i'm not that into you but let's hang out anyway and it even like it really like hits a point where i think they're going for the charm and this is where i think jess we were saying earlier the the bad will that was earned with this finale it comes back like Mm -hmm. tenfold because i nothing seems charming anymore even though i know i would have probably liked other parts of this and i think even when i was watching it that night the first time i watched it i was like oh this isn't so bad it's not great but it's not like the end of the world but it then was like, like it got
1: uh, like a, like a mud pile like it just progressively got worse exactly. and worse it's and like worse. it's
0: like you got into to quicksand and you kept moving instead of standing still but uh yeah so she, like there's a line where ted's like she goes up to the bar to get drinks for everybody she buys a round for everyone and he's like uh she's Lily's like hey i like this girl nobody bang her And Ted's like, hey, it's still on the table. She's only rejected me three times. She's very much still in play. I was just like, oh, Oh, Ted. You are the kind of piece of shit that, like, I was into when I was in high school. And now I'm just like, what was I even- You're
1: garbage! (laughs) This character is garbage! Laura, did you make a bust of Ted Mosby's head? No, (laughs) I never went that far.
0: And I don't even necessarily- I wouldn't say that I was into Ted Mosby. I was always a lot more into just Robin in general. And then even Marshall and Lily. But, um- I just think that he's one of those characters that that kind of like wistful charm is very much of, of a begotten time like I feel like it's the Zach Brath movie of E it all at all where it's still people and you're are like, watching you're it. into that and I'm not t- totally against it has its place in the world. That's why a lot of John Green books get sold. I get it. I like them. I'll read them, whatever. But, like, (laughs) it's not the kind of sustainable character that lasts nine seasons and doesn't age up at all. Which, I guess, is the point. It's a flashback to 2005. But he's changed none at all by the end of the show. So that's, it really was, like, why bring this into it? Just emphasize how little he's, he's learned from his lessons. Like, he's just back to...
1: Well, he supposedly had learned in the previous episode...
0: But he didn't. It went right back to the beginning
1: because well, yes, in the previous episode, it should have just ended it all basically. Exactly. <laughs> Everything right, is blown up at. in this episode.
0: And the only good scene in this is the the scene the first initial scene between him and the mother, which we'll get to later on. Yeah, but yeah. that is the only I think that is the only worthwhile scene. And there's the there's a, like the problem is here's the main problem with this episode, and I think a lot of this show. These are great actors, and I I will absolutely defend all of them for acting well, including even fricking Josh But <laughs> uh, Like I think that they do a really good job adding to, like these these levels of emotion to otherwise garbage scenes. Like there's a scene later on where Lily is literally wearing a costume of a whale over her pregnant belly, and I was almost in tears. And I'm like this is a terrible <laughs> episode, and I'm like fuck Alison Hannigan and Hannah, getting her crying. Like I can't take this. And I think that they just use so much of that to lend itself to being good writing that when you, like, take a step back, you're like, wait a minute, this is 100% performance-based. Like, the writing itself mm. could, could come or go. Like, Alison Hannigan could be crying about, you know, buying a pretzel down the street, and I would be like, oh, I'm into it! Like, That's it's
1: what's not that about me. you, Morris. That's what's getting you to cry.
0: <laughs> I guess so. But I think that, like, when you add that to, like, a lot of, like, long... Like you know, destiny quotes and all that kind of stuff. It just seems like it has a lot more gravitas than it ever really did because I don't think that,
1: especially all this bullshit. All right, let's get right into it. So, well, we, the, the problem is, I, I think the the bigger problem is that Ted's destiny is obviously Victoria. Cupcake justice. Uh,
2: I, yes. I feel that.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I was <laughs> Team Ted Victoria, honestly, that? like. They tried, but it was like, no, he loves Robin so
2: much. It's like, oh, God. Fuck, the Robin so much. And Robin never loved him. I'm just gonna say that. No, she tried
1: man. to love him. Never, 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 never.
2: Never happened. I have it written here in my notes. I hate Ted Mosby, comma, now.
0: <laughs> yes! Yes! Because, okay, alright, so we get back to, to present day, which is supposed to be, like, a big, like, oh, like, look, they're best friends, and they're still best friends, but, like, what kind of best friend leaves early from his friend's wedding? I was like, I was. From oh my, my god! John only like, like,
1: took because he couldn't stand how much he's in love with his best friend's now wife.
0: Like I, I couldn't handle it at all. He ruins their wedding essentially because he doesn't even end <laughs> up leaving. So he just does that so selfishly. Even if you do do that, fucking duck you out and don't get, don't say goodbye. Leave notes for people if you're gonna ruin their wedding. Do it discreetly. Don't pull them aside and make them all sobby on their wedding day. Like it was awful at least he did it post the wedding but still like they're in the middle of like they spent all this money on this far hampton wedding and you're gonna go ahead and just like oh let's go hang out on the side of the room and like uh, sob about how great ted is on their wedding day like what and yeah
1: especially since Barty day, also, ted, Barty was also trying to set him up with tracy at that moment he's like no i have to be a downer right now
0: if you would just let destiny take its fucking course, it would have handled it even better on its own. But instead, he has to know, go off on his own, and still meet the love of his life that way. Which I think that's the problem with Ted is that for every time that we actually do enjoy something that happens like organically with him, he'll have to go and fuck it up and do something else. And like the like the, the, the especially the, the Victoria stuff was even though obviously it did happen, it was written that, that way, but it felt so much more organic than something like. I don't know, any of the other love interests. I think she was obviously one that stuck out as just, like, well, a, yeah. like a real yeah, she would have been the
1: mother if the show hadn't gotten renewed, like, past the initial 13. It's
0: infuriating that they ruined that. Why would they not bring her back, at least? Like, oh my god.
3: But so... Well, they did, Mora, and then they ruined it.
1: <laughs>
0: right, but not to bring her back as the mother, I mean. So it's just, it's... Ugh.
1: I mean, Christina Mil- Milani is is great, obviously. But, but why like,
3: misuse her in such a... She,
0: what, a if, what if
1: she scene? hadn't been great? Like, what if it just bombed spectacularly? And it would have gone with well her, you know? with
3: everything else that happened in this finale. <laughs> Pretty much. So, so
0: Ted's moving to Chicago. Barney has married Robin as of the last episode. And the last episode had, like, every major... Not major, I guess. Every large... Cameo slash big character in their lives, like all their parents were there, which is kind of unique for them both to have all their parents there because they have, you know, cameo guest stars John Lithgow and I th- was Alan Thick there, I think maybe, or at least he could have been there. But either way, like big deal to have all these people back in the in the pews of the church as they're getting married. Here saw uh,
1: John Lithgow, uh, Taron Killam, Tracy Bowman, Ray Wise, Ben Vereen, Francis Conroy, Wayne Brady. It's a yeah. whole, yeah, a like, people.
0: list of people that were, like, you know, kind of- I wouldn't call them, like, heavy hitters, but they were, like, the people who would only show up if it was a really- especially, like, family-centric episode, so it obviously- they pulled out some stops. It wasn't like it was a little beach wedding, and then they threw it out the door. They had this big opus of a wedding, and then they throw it out the window ten minutes into the episode! And it's not even they threw it out- in the, like, okay, there's two ways this could have gone. One- They get married and it's happily ever after. And I don't think anyone was ever rooting for that to even happen. Like, I know myself, having been a huge fan of Barney and Robin, I was not rooting for them to get married. Anyone who likes Barney and Robin knows that neither Barney nor Robin ever wants to get married. That's kind of the whole fucking deal with them. Like, why would you just throw that away? And then on top of that, why make the reason why they're they're not together is that they're having too much fun? It's the same thing as the bullshit, like- we're too awesome together, and we need to break up back like a million seasons ago during the rough patch. It is—it's a, a complete waste of time because this isn't why people watch the show. Uh, I think yeah, that the like, creators just didn't understand that. Well,
1: I mean, at this point, honestly, it's the only like one of the only reasons people are watching Usually. the show. Exactly. Yeah. How insufferable. Ted is, and Marshall and Lily are just like back and forth. There's nothing going on. Nothing changes with Marshall and Lily mm-hmm. in this episode. Like these episodes, like nothing. They're completely with ancillary.
0: Them. In fact, the only thing that happens with them is is Marshall gets a promotion, and Lily has a kid. Like
1: which which are things we knew would happen. Years oh my ago. god!
0: Since like the first season, practically right? I think, or I mean, at least second season, when he has a flash forward to being a Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yeah, we've known this for like seasons at this point. These are stuff they told us. So why would we have to look forward to it nothing is like stupid shock with stupid, them.
0: stupid stupid so so ted leaves early well tells them he walks up to them visitor i have guys I gotta go. And I'm just like, wait, what? I forgot that this even happened because I, like, raged Blackout so hard at the end. I must have just forgotten most of this finale. And so he genuinely, like, pulls aside the the bride and the groom to the side balcony and they all hug and they talk about how, like, you know, it was a major pleasure, like, knowing each other. And then we get the major pleasure from Barney, not Barney, from uh, Robin and him. For one last time, which is infuriating because that's too good of a, a joke to throw out like bullshit while Ted's pretending to leave.
1: So, oh, Morris, so you're the person who thought that joke was ever no, funny. No,
0: but still, it was like a no. that was like a runner of the show. And then they hug. It was
1: never good. Actually, no, what's worse than that is every time Lily says, son of a bitch, and I'm not going to say it like her because it's so obnoxious.
0: That's, oh, that's son of a bitch. Is that what you're talking about? That? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I, yeah <laughs> Literally, I, I, I couldn't I even remember that. what you're talking about. I was like, oh, that's such a terrible I, I wasn't going to
1: say it like her because it's, it's fucking it obnoxious. Is.
0: And um, they also did the, the creepy E.T. goodbye between him and Lily because it was too- I, I didn't buy that she wouldn't just hug him to, like, come on. And then him and him and Marshall hug him and Ro- him and Barney uh, hug and they do a high five for all infinity and then they they hurt their hands blah blah, and then they go to
1: you're really painting a great word picture. Yeah, well,
0: I mean, I, this is all kind of moot because this becomes irrelevant. Liter- this is the problem with this episode: is every time something becomes relevant, they throw it out the fucking door because this is all this emotional scene of them like wrapping up their friendship. And, like, less than 12 hours later, we're like, Ted's like, yeah, I'm not gone. Yeah, whatever. No, forgot it. I'm not...
1: Well, I mean, we knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. Like, let's not act like that was Tell. a betrayal of the entire show. Why not
0: just let him be t- introduced by Barney and then change his mind about Chicago? Why make that whole fucking, like... Like, I guess literally, the whole episode should goodbye. have been
3: 17 minutes of Ted failing to meet her and three minutes of them having awesome <laughs> conversation and being perfect together, and that should have been the end of the show. There should not have been... I guess they part wanted two, to. The ha-
1: reckoning. There should never have been that.
3: <laughs> wanted- oh god, they wanted to have them
0: say goodbye. I think so. That's just like their way of shoehorning that in. But mm-hmm. they could have done that later on because they do eventually break up as a as a group of friends. Like they didn't need to do this part of it.
1: Well, no, they they don't break up as a group of friends. They break up with, with Robin, Robin because this ep- alternate title of this episode is "Everybody Hates yeah. Robin." And
0: they honestly, they could have used. I would have bought it so much more if they were saying goodbye to Robin that way. I, no one's gonna be that sad about Ted leaving. Come on, <laughs> but yeah, they will be.
1: Either way, we, more are you projecting <laughs> again.
0: But so, uh, so, so Ted is now after he leaves, he just fucking pieces out of the wedding.
1: Now he's forced to. Go. He should, He
0: should. He sits on the train stop. And this is where course, it feels, I mean, obviously I don't think they did this, but it felt to me like they had a beginning of the episode where he was narrating this to the old lady and then it is cut to that scene, because he's in the middle of narrating what's just happened, and you've never even seen the no, Well, no, I believe at the beginning yeah, of the Mark, season, he's oh, been, that what he's what it he's been was?
3: narrating this whole thing okay, that for makes like a seven hours sense, to this point. He can't lady. tell a
1: short story to save mm-hmm. his Thank life. God.
0: So, uh, that made me, uh, made me furious, because I'm like, I've never seen this lady before, why are you acting like she's like, a staple
1: of the fucking show? Because... We watch
0: the rest of the season, unlike some people. Nagura, garbage human being. Um, so, yeah. so she's there, and he's talking about destiny with her, and she's kind of trying to push her, push him towards this girl that he's been telling him about. Because obviously, he he has a vibe about this this bass player in the in the band of of the wedding, which is, of course, we all know the mother. Because it's not just that it's Christina Milani; it's clearly the the push ins and like how cool she looks holding the bass guitar. You could tell something's gonna happen there.
3: And so the old lady's like, "Hey, and
1: because of every single clue from the entire series, really,
3: if you had watched season nine, (laughs) (laughs) more of this would make sense."
1: (laughs) I'm so (laughs) sorry. I just want to reveal that Mora hasn't watched any episode besides these two, and she's just like been like fronting about knowledge she has of the show. Oh my
3: god, that'd be amazing. You know, this isn't Kristen's like only appearance ever in this season, right? Like she's in like. Several of the other episodes, she meets everyone else. Right. So. Well, we all,
0: uh, they do reference that, that that Barney knows her as the bass player, and he realizes earlier on when he's going to have you met Ted to her, he realizes, oh, you'd be the perfect matchup. That's, again, why are they prioritizing Ted's, like, day-to-day activities over their fucking wedding? (laughs) Like, it makes me furious. Have you watched the series? So, so this old lady is talking about destiny with him. And then she points out, like, hey, you know that yellow umbrella girl over there? Is that possibly the bassist in the band that you're talking about so much? And Ted's, of course, like, swept away by it all because, holy shit, that's totally her. And then um, he says, well, before that even happens, though, she's, she's saying, well, what could change in 24 hours? And then we find out, obviously, that he decides to not go to New York City. And, of course, he just basically says, yeah, I ruined that wedding for no reason.
1: You mean you didn't go to Chicago? Oh, yeah, sorry. Going to
0: Chicago. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm telling you, she's been friends and no, guys. Uh, she's, she's never seen any other episode of the so show. So, this
0: show's based in L.A., and they're moving from here to Chicago. <laughs> uh, but so, Barney and Robin um, are going to start traveling a lot, because this is, obviously, the whole beforehand is, you know, Ted falling in love with this, this the love of his life, and Barney and Robin go off on their own. Um, and although before that happens, too, Lily kind of says to Marshall, Marshall's saying, hey, he's done this a million times. I love Marshall! Yeah, in Marshall a calls it like he fucking sees it. He's like, he does this all the fucking time! He's always in love with every fucking girl that crosses his path. Well, how
1: do not expect him to fall in love with anyone, for real, if he doesn't fall in love with someone in the first place, though? Like, Marshall's like- Unnecessarily furious. I about dug this, it at this so moment. much. I'm like, I get it, Marshall. But then of course, because well, L- they're doing that
0: because they want Lily to say it's different this I, time, Marshall.
1: Although I am, I'm pissed about. Like, what are you, what are you talking about, Lily? How do you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. It is bullshit. I was on Marshall's side from the. It was like the the weird honest truth of Marshall. I know you
1: were on Marshall's side. You're never on Ted's side anyway.
0: Yeah. But... It's so weird. It's so weird that he was just so like anti-Ted for just like that one glimmer of a well, moment. It's just because
3: Ted yeah. put Ted put them through all that, and then he didn't even bother telling them that like it was he was in town the most it was selfish piece of
1: shit. Hours later, that's he, reason oh yeah that's a reason to be upset but not like that doesn't seem to be why he was so upset it was, like
3: that on top of everything well, else no but like your friend like. does something stupid and then they talk on the phone and look stupid you're going to be like wow that person looks stupid and it has nothing to do with what they actually did to piss you off and
0: it was sad because L- just, lily and Marshall come into the bar and they're like everything's different now that ted's left new york i can feel like a change in the atmosphere and of course Ted's sitting right at the booth where they always sit <laughs> And that's a punchline, of course, because it's like, haha, he was wrong. But also, I think Marshall's like, what the fuck? We just changed our lives, and you don't even give a shit enough to tell us in a text message? Never mind, Chicago's a no-go? Like, come on. And so he's now, like, head over heels in love with the mother. So a year in the future, Barney and Robin are traveling a lot. And that's when we start getting the... It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great, it's great. And... I- I don't buy this for a fucking second. I felt like this was such a weird thing, and I know people always say. Especially
1: as we as we we learn later, Barney's not doing anything. Like
0: Bar- this isn't. This doesn't you. make sense to me. Like, I don't understand the concept of like I, I, everything they did with Barney and Robin. Literally makes zero sense according to the way the characters were originally written no, to me No, no. So, because Barney
3: loves to travel, has traveled a lot throughout it'd, the series.
2: It'd be like all He's awesome not a castle happens. and
3: a moat guy. I mean, Jesus he, Christ. We found that out in this episode. He's, one.
2: A, he's an international businessman.
3: Yes. He's not really into the whole exactly. roots thing. So, traveling. Seems like something he should like to do. And also he partying because he can't and expensive get an internet connection. Places uh, he's the blog, of
0: course. No, I I didn't watch the season. Is he somehow like without a job? I guess or did he like? Oh, give up his job that's a whole forever? big
3: thing. He doesn't. He yeah. That's that would take way too long to explain. So
0: essentially, that was his garbage <laughs> thrown away as well. Laura but... do you
3: remember? Do you remember the guy who like stole the virginity of the chick that he was planning to lose his virginity to and run off and join? Right. whatever Peace Corps or whatever with. Okay, so apparently he's like the big boss at Goliath National Bank and mm-hmm. Barney's been spending like 10 years infiltrating the company to screw him over and ruin everything. The end. Right. So That's it.
0: Yeah. So he's accomplished his only life goals, that's <laughs> like
3: Yeah, exactly. he still
0: has, like, a fuck
3: ton of money yeah. anyway, so,
0: so it's not here? like... I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Why isn't he, like, a traveling suit salesman or something stupid like that? Like, you could do a ton of things with that character instead of, he's a, a socialite blogger who can't get an internet connection and it's pissed Plus, off. Plus, it's
3: 2015. Everybody has personal hotspots on their phone. I was gonna so... say that,
0: too! I have it what? in my notes, Jess. <laughs> I mean, they didn't maybe know that then, although, I think yeah. it was kind of... Were they there,
1: like, Ukraine or something, though?
0: No, they were... I thought it was, like, Argent... No. Uh, was that Argentina? No, that was later on, I guess, yeah, it, but it was... Yeah, Argentina was
1: much later. I think they were, like, in the
2: Ukraine yeah, or something. Was some
0: anonymous country, but I'd, I could not buy that for a second. And even if they didn't have internet that one time, it felt... am still very
2: confused on how to use personal hotspots, so if you guys to show <laughs> me later... That yeah
1: thing, you need to so actually visual. if you guys
0: want to... <laughs> it's excellent have a tutorial after the podcast yes, it's excellent but so i I just could not I couldn't buy that for a second I didn't buy in general the whole you know barney hates the the basically jet setter lifestyle that he's now being afforded to as a house husband because that's basically. kind of what he was and I'm like Look, I can understand him having trouble, you know, being monogamous maybe or something stupid like that, although fuck your fucking Colby Smolders. Why
1: wouldn't he want to be like a traditionalist? I know. Husband? Otherwise,
0: like, the only issue here should have been that he wants to hit on girls. And honestly, the Robin that I was into with Barney and Robin is is the Robin that probably would have been cool with genuinely like a kind of just like a open professional relationship in fact i don't
1: i don't I don't believe that <laughs> i mean
0: not to not to i mean i agree to a point but i also think that when they actually get divorced when i first saw this i'm like oh so now they're just going to become best friends again and just still like jet set across the world and the the, the no. marriage part of it was no 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 <laughs> no no, no, no. I'm like so you literally lost two different opportunities to yeah see it wasn't it. the whole
1: well, thing about an out being friends again but like nope nope
0: instantly not friends never talk whatever and we'll get to the other part in a second, which makes me more mad. But um, well, I so think, I th-
2: I, th- I think what you're like a, that's a good point to make as far as like I always like read the relationship as something they would be able to like you know maybe open a relationship or polyamory or something of that nature because they they seemed so well attuned to each other. But uh, with like with a lot of problems in this episode, this is all based in like very archaic Christian like this is this is a simple simple t- even though the show was definitely more sexual progressive in its seasons than other sitcoms right it's still it's still pretty traditional so exactly. I can't I, I would I would be way into them like getting into polyamory and shit but I could I don't Anything. think we're there Or,
0: not even, not even the, I mean. Especially with their judgy I friends. Know, right? <laughs> Although Lily would have been totally down. But, like, regardless. Yes. Yeah, how many times did <laughs> Lily hit on Robin?
3: Let's be honest. They made out in the one yeah. deleted scene, I think.
0: But regardless of this, though, I don't understand how, it, fine, the polyamory things off the table, if it's too traditional, or too untraditional, or non-traditional, whatever. But, I could totally see them just having a long-term, non married non-committed relationship because that's just like, like joshua jackson
1: and uh diane Kruger. Like, it
0: exists and i was so happy at first to see two people who were
1: professional
0: human beings who fucked all the time and did not get married like it but happened really they were wrong and what they needed in their lives
1: were children oh
0: my god oh my god all right, <laughs> do not do not strike the match yet let's <laughs> All right, we're almost there. All right, but so so the two of them are now constantly in a fight, pretty much, and it just doesn't make sense because the thing about Barney and Robin is obviously they were always kind of bickering, but that kind of fighting felt like really forced for them in a way that it just in generally it just kind of felt like I don't know, it felt sort of like oh we need to create some kind of a dynamic here, that's yeah. different. Let's just have them fight
3: because again, Barney the argument was didn't make yeah, any they sense. They brought out of character, so the whole argument was was. A bust,
0: you know. <laughs> it was stupid, and I had to do my blog. Like, dude, <laughs> come dude, on.
3: Go to an internet cafe, you know. Oh, God, to know. It was those so are insane. still relevant. And,
1: I'm sorry. One more thing. And the hotel, uh, like, the, uh, a star reporter exactly. is staying at, is not going to have Wi Fi. Garbage. Come on now. It
0: was What's so like garbage. <laughs> stupid, stupid, sure. stupid, stupid. Sure. But so, so I think the issue also might have been that he. He instantly needs to start taking a side, and then when he when he realizes what she's arguing against, he almost looks like he's going to backpedal, because I honestly, I mean, I was, later on, I think Neil Patrick Harris and, and um, Kobe Smulders both defended the episode, even though it really threw them both under the bus as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he seemed to almost not get... Yeah,
1: it. I guess you don't want to throw your former employees, under the, uh, employers under it, but just Although, case, honestly, when know. it first
0: came out, there was a lot of, like, talk that they were both not into it, so I'll try and find those gift sets. It was kind of like a hush-hush thing, but then they've come back and said that they loved it. It's like the
1: opposite of Ken Basley, who will just talk to <laughs> exactly. about, uh, all the exactly. time. There's no fun.
0: But, um, so anyway, so I think that in that scene, especially, Barney kind of, it does look like he backpedals, because after he realizes this fight is a lot bigger than I can't find good Wi-Fi, he, she's like, do you want it an out? And he's like, whoa. He's like, I love you. And then they cut to, boom, divorce. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa.
1: So 14 yeah. minutes into the episode, we realize they're divorced now. And they
0: didn't that's tell how, anyone. That's how it
2: works. This is bullshit. Any, that's how it works. They're terrible in my, friends. Ex- <laughs> in my experience with divorce, that's exactly how it works.
3: That's <laughs> not. It's not at all awkward to announce to your friends... While your yeah. ex-spouse is there, that you are now divorced. Yeah. Plus, you find yeah. out that either
0: one of them is pregnant, so it's like doubly ridiculous that they—they can't let anything. Uh, every every person in this main cast is just a, a, a lightning or a thunder stealer, nonstop. Every time someone. Like, announces something important, they're like, by the way, I'm divorced, by the way, I'm pregnant, by the way, I'm marrying this person. And then Tracy,
1: even though she's, like, the, the new one, she's like, oh, I'm gonna kill everyone's thunder. Cancer! Boom! Boom. <laughs> she wins. The ultimate
0: Thunder Stolen. But so, so, uh...
1: That bitch. Lily is pregnant no wonder Robin to, to the Lily way. is
0: pregnant again for no... It, it, was Allison Hannigan pregnant at this point? Because otherwise, why did they even make Lily pregnant? It was pointless. I don't pointless. think so. I don't no, think so at all. Lily being pregnant was Lily,
3: pointless. All, no, Lily always wanted three kids. It was always a joke whether she and Marshall, Marshall were going to have three girls or three boys.
0: Well, I it totally get always... ha- letting her have the kid, but, like, she's pregnant for, like, 75% of this episode. Like, you don't need that. Like, that felt like a completely unnecessary plot point because they needed to give Lily something to do. Like, she was it was a joke, too. Like, most of the scenes with her were just like, ha she's so pregnant, aha, ha shit's too big to, to still live here. It was just like, stupid.
1: The fact that their joke was always, oh, yeah, they want, like, three kids. Like, couldn't anyone just, like, couldn't it just not happen? Couldn't it just be two kids? Maybe even four kids. Why <laughs> does everything have to be exactly what they had planned? Because, it's, because that's bullshit. Because the show, that's bullshit. Like, the
0: show's written by a pair of Ted Mosby's. That's why, <laughs> for the
2: record. Um, I yeah, yeah. So my last note is very attuned to what you just said, Latoya. I have it written under Apex Suburban Fever Dream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it really is. It really is. I wish
1: that it ended with common now. <laughs> now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, yeah, so so they they catch up. Um, they're they're having another group hang, and this time it's revealed that they haven't seen each other in a year. Now the other time it obviously felt like. Oh wait, I, what?
1: I'm sorry, I wanna just say real quick about like the reveal of the divorce. Ted's initial reaction is this is my mom and dad all over again. Crazy. Not about you Ted
0: Everything's Crazy. about Ted. Also he wants to fuck his mom. He admits right there is edible. Oh god. But so um so they they, they literally <laughs> throw yeah, out the line I thought we already
2: line. established that in Oh the I show. know, right.
0: They they are they also throw out the line just like so casual, just like, Yeah, so we got divorced. Like pfft. Which is why I thought I read that as, a, as my last, like, this is where I start, like, rasping at straws. Like, I'm starting to go, like, oh my god, this is so bad, I can't take it, let me find something worth liking. I thought, oh, maybe they're spinning it so that they are, they're divorced in in, in writing, but they're still together in, like, I was hoping, where it was just, we figured out the that, that- I
1: think that's what I, was, I assumed would happen when I, like, first watched the episode as it aired, and then I realized- Quick, slowly and slow, more, just more
0: quickly, that that's not what's going to exactly. happen. Exactly. And I'm like, whoa. Because it's not Thumbster just that they fire. were divorced. They were like, I, I mean, they weren't. It's weird because even when they said they were together and they traveled there together. So you'd think it's an amicable divorce. But then the next couple scenes are all just not them together, them growing further apart, Robin hitting on random women. I'm like, w-
3: what? You mean? <laughs> you very mean funny. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> in a perfect world, Latoya! <laughs> That would have been a different uh, show. Uh, yes, Barbie I wish
1: Robin head and would just be like, and now I'm into women, and that's how the show. That no, would
0: have be been great. Oh my god! But no,
1: so and God, Ted shows up with a damn blue French horse <laughs> like there with her girlfriend oh, and her dog.
0: So they're so they're like you know divorce, divorce. They find out, oh my god, this isn't just like a thing with them. They're full on just separated. Go- the- gone on a bender although i did like that before they actually got the divorce they did even have sex that one last time i'm like oh, gosh,
3: or like that seven makes me like them so much time. more
0: because even then they, yeah they say like they did it like seven times in a row or whatever and they high five and i'm like so this is that's where i'm i mean the misread is not that subtle i felt that they were really pointing in the direction of and now we're back to just fuck buddies for life right yep and they won't see each other that much but when they do they hang out and they have sex or something you know like that's all but i they don't None No, the friendship instead, is
3: over barney regresses completely and, and they Bart treat it like a Robin's relationship. Ex- terrifying.
1: And we're supposed to accept his regression, which we'll, we'll get there, obviously. They, but even though it's completely... The,
3: disgusting, the fallout, disgusting.
1: The
0: fallout exists awful. as if it was a real long... I mean, it was a long-term relationship, but, like, they, they treat it like it was if Ted divorced uh, his wife. What's her name? It was, his wife. His wife. His wife. But if Ted divorce Tracy, essentially, like, that would be the, the equivalent of, oh my god, this was such a huge deal. Whereas, if anything, I did almost enjoy that it was flippant, but then, of course, they treated it like it was flippant, and then it was so huge and, and disastrous and emotionally
1: strong. Well, stark. I still hated it, because, again, it was 14 minutes into the first give episode. episode. In two-part episode. And, two-part them, episode, god and the entire season was based on their exactly. wedding. And the fact that it's not an amicable split afterwards makes it even worse. Or
0: if you're not going to give us you know, like, the full episode of them together, give us them happily together for more than the wedding night, because yeah. we didn't get that. The only scene we see of them full-on married that's not, you know, at the wedding wearing the gown and, and the, the tux is them arguing. That's mm-hmm. it. They, they have spent, the sex, and they, they the high-five when they're talking about it afterwards, but that's not even happy. They're they already spent, divorced at that point.
3: They spent, like, 400 minutes on this wedding, and not even 14 breaking it down, just, like, the three minutes that they talked about barney and robin such
0: garbage it's just infuriating it's just a like
2: whoever like thought the structure for this season like at at its times it's 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 really really smart and good and then you realize that oh god this isn't gonna end well it can't end well yeah it structurally can't end well they put themselves in a corner and it's going to suck and then it, no matter what and did, then it did. it did yeah like they, yeah they put themselves in a lose-lose situation because like mm-hmm. you get
0: and we'll get to the scene later yeah. on that really I think cements exactly what you're saying Kyle it's not just that this this season did this I think the whole show did that in a microcosm like, well, I mean
3: but they they did like 22 episodes over like it was that, like a three-day weekend and then yeah. the last two Which is episodes, impressive honestly the last two episodes honestly, covered impressive. 10 years or something like that basically it's m- maniacal. yeah Maniacal. I don't
0: understand what they're even thinking. It it really is complete gibberish. But so they get they get. I mean, they get broken up. Lily's devastated. She's sobbing, which is again, uh, Alison Hannigan crying is tough to watch. And um, so they they divorce. Everyone's just like, what the fuck? And um, they're just like, what? And this my notes. They're like, this is fine. This is where they, they just fuck forever and don't live by anybody in society's rules. No, okay. They don't hang. They don't hang out anymore. And this is where I almost feel like, okay, I don't like this bit, and I don't like that they're treating this emotionally, but even this could be salvaged by at least making it about them rekindling as a group or something, but this mm-hmm. also gets thrown out. They never address this, really. They kind of vaguely do with Ted's wedding, but they kind of just let it go sour, and it's very upsetting to watch. It's the finale for a show that you watched for this many years. It's basically, it's the equivalent of the Will and Grace finale, as well, I remember as, as well. Oh, yeah. It's just like, oh! So you've, like, loved these characters together for ten years- or nine years? Let's just... They're gonna stop
1: being friends for 18 years! You wasted years. your time,
0: essentially. They're gonna not talk to each other for most of their lives now. Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha! <laughs> Psych. Like, they're not really best friends at all. Like, you might as well get rid of the fucking ampersand! So, I don't understand. <laughs> so, so anyway, so...
1: <laughs> Will slash Grace. Yeah.
0: But so... So, they... they, they they're they hanging out occasionally, as Lily says, for the big moments. She wants them to still mm-hmm. get together and, like, you know, catch base, which is... Uh, honestly, I, as upsetting as it is... A-
1: Texting exists, guys. Yeah,
0: oh, Jesus. But as upsetting as it is, it's kind of a refreshing, almost look into adult life. So I could have bought that side of things, is that sometimes people do grow apart. People have kids, people move away, blah, blah, blah. It's possible that you won't talk to them as much, or you'll only see them for the big moments, and that's just fine. But they don't even do that well. So I'm like, what what am I even watching this for? But so um, they decide eventually that they're going to only see each other during the big parts, and they decide to sell the apartment. Of course, the apartment being kind of a character on the show, they throw a big- Yeah, because
1: Marshall and Lily need more room for all their children.
0: (laughs) And all their Marshall. And um, they they have a huge blowout up on the roof Halloween party. Uh, Ted's dressed up as the hanging Chad again, but this time he's got
1: Barney is pathetically dressed as David Lee Ross. So I was dang.
0: upset with that entire look because he just looked too realistically gross, and I was just so... Yeah.
1: <laughs> Again, you Patrick Harris age over the course of the show. I, it,
0: it's just like you forget... Sometimes. The thing about him on the show is that he was always wearing suits. So when he's not wearing suits, it's very noticeable that he's not wearing a suit. And like stuff like that was either like super, like hot or super horrifying. And that was one of the super horrifying ones. (laughs) Because even putting him in sweatpants on that show, the few times that it happens, I remember thinking, like, oh my god, what is he doing? (laughs) Like, this is such a racy episode. He's in like uh, uh, a zip up hoodie and sweatpants. (laughs) But then you have a scene like that where he's like shirtless and he's got this gross hairband. And like long hair, it was just gross. Everything about it was like no. And he's like hitting on like twenty year old girls because that's his thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't also buy the whole like he mentions later on in the episode. I don't want to jump ahead, but it's just kind of like a one off joke where he says that I I was he's going into his George Clooney years. George Clooney, I know he definitely dated a lot of younger women than him, but he also was not known for dating solely younger women. He's he's married. Of course that's a dated joke now, but he also married someone roughly his age range. So I don't get that joke at all. Like it was Well, as a as a dude, be,
2: as a dude, I don't understand the wanting to hit on children. I just I don't I, yeah, I don't it's gross. That's weird. That's real, we- that's real weird. Yeah,
1: like, the difference between Barney and George Clooney is that Clooney's always considered classy. Barney is just lascivious, and it's so, it's so creepy.
3: It's not, it's not a sport for George Clooney. Like, you know. As far as we know, at least. As far as we know. Uh, yeah, I mean, we I know George
0: should... Clooney's life. Who knows, but... <laughs> Maybe you should compare
3: himself more to Leo DiCaprio, and
1: that's still a stretch.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that the thing with George Clooney is that if he is dating young women, not to, I don't want to, I'm not going to shame any young women who are just out there to get that You so go for that, girls. But I don't understand the concept of George Clooney just banging a bunch of chicks. I think that he was banging chicks that he was into intellectually a little bit. Maybe not always, but, like, you don't have to completely erase that out of the element. Like, I think Barney went after girls that were basically, like, as... I, I wouldn't say superficial, but, like, as... as Um, innocent and naive as possible, which is super creepy.
3: Who they were beyond their age and their physical appearance never once mattered to Barney, and that's...
0: Well, it says everything that when we do eventually meet, you know, know you-know-who, we don't even get Mm -hmm. a name. So, so like most of those women, I mean, we got a million different versions of that from Ted as well, but a lot of those women were just labeled jokey names because who, they don't matter. Who cares?
1: Most of Ted's people had like names besides blah, blah, of course. Blah, blah.
0: Yes. But I mean, we do eventually, but I guess I'm thinking more that they were remembered for like their quirks instead of their actual, you know, it depends though. Hindsight's always going to be different, but so either way, um, he's back to doing that and banging girls all over the place. And I do, I enjoyed this scene just because I think that Kobe Smulders and Elsa Hannigan are really good together. And um, so Robin shows up for the first time in forever because of obviously this is a huge deal they're selling the apartment. She gets but to she...
1: out by Barney.
0: And also I should mention that, that um, uh, Lily and Marshall, in, in their one, another minor plot that they're basically relegated to in the episodes, um, they're dressed up as Ahab and the, and the white whale, which is just... Uh, uh, that poor—I uh, don't know what Allison Hannigan was wearing. It was upsetting, but she's got a full stomach and then a whale fin and tail sticking out her ass. It's just upsetting, and it's—and she's wearing a full-body like is it lycra or whatever like a a suit so it's just upsetting but so um so they're they're together as that and robin's there just like oh my god of course robin shows up without a costume too i'm like what a piece of shit i love you robin but jesus man that's where you just like put an eye patch on and then call it a day or something like it's not that difficult to dress up for halloween even just do the stupid like cool guy stuff Jeff Winger can handle it, you can handle it. You could just do, like, leather pants and you call it, you know, oh, I'm a spy. Okay, fine. But she just shows up in, like, a regular outfit, like, no big deal. Uh, but, of course, Lily's psyched to see her anyway because they haven't seen her in, I guess, a year at that point, like, more or less. It's just really sad. Well, no, because, because
3: she's, no, Lily's pregnant, Maura, and they find out in the previous scene that she's pregnant. So nine months, so I guess. I hope to God it has not been more than a year since they've seen each other. <laughs> True.
0: True. <laughs> So I guess it would be nine months. It makes sense, but it's it's been a little while. It's been yes. and she seems to be like <laughs> been... moved to tears that she's there. So she's not seen her frequently at all, which is sad. And um, so they go downstairs. Well, Robin goes downstairs because she sees Ro- she sees Barney hitting on girls. Not well, not no. Girls.
1: She she goes downstairs because she sees Ted being happy with his wife.
0: Right. So all of it's too much for her. She just sees everything at once, and she's just like, I can't take this anymore. And she kind of tries to peace out. She has a nice moment where she just, like, looks around the room and is like, oh, yeah, I remember what it was like to be in here. But also kind of nostalgically, because... I I don't remember
1: what it was like to have sex with Ted in here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome.
0: And, um, (laughs) so she leaves. And on her way to the door, though, Lily's like, where are you going? well, uh, it's really sad, because at first Lily just says something, like, real cute to her. Just like, hey, what's up? And then she realizes she's just leaving and it was kind of a dick move to just leave without saying goodbye, but she does then say goodbye kind of.
1: Well Lily's like, like so What about the gang? And Robin's yeah. like gives her a truth bomb about the damn gang. Yeah.
0: It would that was the realest oh see that's where like the
1: She dropped was, that, that damn mic.
0: Where, <laughs> yeah, the problem with the episode is it goes it, it goes up and down from like this is a really good scene. It's well decently written. I think, until she gets
1: to the Ted part at least.
0: And yeah, and then and Kobe Smolders and Alison Hannigan are phenomenal actors, so it really reads like a really good scene. But then of course the next second it just pulls it right out. Like, it, it's just
3: it's just I can't take it. It's just so stupid. The Coles so, said the guy
1: I probably should have ended up with, and I wanted to like throw a bottle. At oh something.
3: my god! Because like oh I have it ne- written down next to it at like that exact moment the guy. I probably should have ended up with, in parentheses, who wanted nothing that I did. <laughs> but
2: they had, and but also, they had a horn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what makes it me mad blue. about that is because it, it really feeds that stupid nice guy bullshit where it's just all that was stopping them from being together was Robin getting her shit together and saying, yes, please. Like, that's it. Because there was nothing stopping her from starting a relationship with Ted pretty much the whole series. In fact, I mean, obviously, he was super into his wife and I don't think he would have left her for Robin.
1: But. Are you sure? I or If, like, Robin tried to kiss him, what
2: would he do? Oh. Or
0: Robin tried to initiate a threesome or something. <laughs> More
2: that's, likely, an- but... that's another episode we should have
3: I know! He's done it before, guys! He's done it before! That, on the surface, Barney and Robin have enough in common that their relationship should have worked, and it tanked. And so now Robin's thinking, the guy who wants, you know, wife, kids, house in the suburbs is going to work better or could have worked better than someone she actually...
0: It's... Grass is always greener. I agree. I think it makes If sense only she had her time. therapist
3: Cal Penn around to tell her no. While <laughs> he
0: committed her. suicide with Toya Rip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, uh, uh, this uh, is why Robin should uh, just spun off with Patrice and then that should have been the show. Where was that? Oh my god, I thought the same thing when <laughs> there Patrice was, showed where, up at the where, wedding. Oh. Give me some Patrice. I need more... Like, a, a million percent more Pat- Way Patrice. Way too
0: little then. Patrice. Robin should have ended up with Patrice. I wish Patrice had stuck her head out of the room with the dog. At the end I'm like next <laughs> door, please. Yeah, that, that's your girlfriend. She's <laughs> move like, move along, Ted. <laughs> move
3: along. Oh threw something down into the out. alley at him. Oh, <laughs> be
0: great. But so. <sighs>
1: We fixed the show, everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did. You're welcome. But so, anyway, so so Robin basically, again, like, drops the truth bombs, just, you know what the gang is to me, Lily? My ex-husband, the guy I probably should have ended up with, and two yeah. married people with a kid, which I'm like, also, way to throw them under the bus. They're just exactly. your friends.
1: Well, I mean, it's... clearly, they're not initiating anything, either. They I have
0: know, that's true. But, uh, people with kids problem... are the worst. Yeah, the problem here is that all this bullshit non-communication stuff, if, if they were just friends, like, you don't have to stay friends with everybody you went to high school with, or everybody you went to college That's with, again, or everybody sure. you went with as, as an adult. Like, you can totally just pick and choose who you want to stay in touch with. And they could have totally done that with each other. They don't have to see Ted every time she hangs out with them. The fact that, in fact, if Ted has kids at this point, or is gonna have kids, or they're married and happily, or not married, but, like, happily living in sin, as they said, um, they obviously have a lot more in common, so they could be hanging out all the time, and I, they're not calling Robin, or if they're not hanging out all the time, then clearly they are distant in a way that Robin and them haven't been, because at least Robin has nothing in common with them. Ted has a ton in common with them, and they still don't see each other that much, because they're not living in the same area or whatever it is. So, I don't know. I just felt that was kind of a cop-out for Robin, but I do respect her for at least giving her the fucking truth, instead of just, oh, I have to go. Like, at least it wasn't any of that kind of, like, mealy mouth bullshit, where it was just, you know, I- I'm gonna leave, I have something to do, she would made an excuse, because... She's honest. And that's when Lily gets really upset because she's just like, Oh, this is serious. Like Lily did not realize that the conversation was gonna be that intense, I don't think, until boom, it is. And um so they're they're like, Oh shit and Then
1: this um, episode ends with no Patrice.
0: And it's it's such a dark ending. It's so dark that she leaves the apartment. Barney is like I am back doing that bullshit with nailing people, Lily's sobbing in the living room alone.
1: And And now for a worse episode.
0: Yeah, and that was the good episode of the two of them. So, on to part two. So, literally, like, it opens up with pretty much just, like, telling us, so there's not going to be any Robin in this episode, and I'm already just like, ugh. Like, Robin was the only thing interesting about the last episode. And she even had her moments. But, um, so, so she's like, okay,
1: um...
0: Uh, I'm off doing her journalistic stuff in, I guess, uh, all over the world. They don't really tell you where exactly. It was everywhere. Well, they don't and... care. They don't talk to her. Yeah, they don't. Uh, these people suck. I don't the know, gang's so hanging, bad out, hanging out and Robin's not them. part of it. How hard is it to follow Robin on Twitter and to make plans on via DM? This is bullshit. It was, like, she 2016. She doesn't follow
1: them. She <laughs> only oh follows celebrities.
0: Where is that? Okay, this is that's our new life, right? So Robin is like, got a million followers on Twitter, doesn't follow them back, and they're constantly <laughs> just tweeting at her, and they're lost in the shuffle. <laughs> oh, Robin. But so um, Marshall's a judge at this point. And the judge stuff, I felt, was really kind of sad because... That was such a huge steal from Marshall, and it was just thrown off like these little, like, one note mm-hmm. little, oh, he's a judge now, oh, he's going to the Supreme Court. Yeah, Parliament. we never see anything
3: that actually happens with him. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, I think what's worse is that there's, like, not a zero, zero mention of Lily's interest in art or anything like Nothing. that in either of these episodes. It's just Lily the Baby Maker.
0: Yeah. It's it's a That's stat. what women are good
3: it's... for. That's why Robin's the worst.
0: And even- even um Stacy doesn't really or Tracy's heart. Even Who Tracy no, doesn't have a Stacy. God damn it. But so even Tracy doesn't have a ton of stuff Again, like she fronting.
1: She's only seen these two episodes.
3: <laughs> well, Tracy doesn't uh, even get a name until the very end. Yeah.
0: You guys just like I'll give it that. I don't mind that cuz that's obviously a a point like they did. That her name is the mother message.
1: again. Women are only good for babies.
3: Yeah, yeah but they could have given I mean, her a name stupid, but... for the whole two-part finale. It's like forty minutes, and she has a name right before she bites it. That bitch
1: who's not I... Robin.
0: See, I wouldn't have minded that if they hadn't had her did it. Like I think it was almost like an aesthetic choice for them, and I don't love it, but at least it. Like it kind of made some sense, like you know. No, I agree with that. If she hadn't died, it
3: would have been okay. But it was just because it makes
0: her name almost actually more powerful when it is said. So I kind of respect Mm -hmm. that, especially because it was a TM. But like,
3: it was the other aspect of the whole. Like, uh, and she's gone. (laughs) Like, it was like, wait, but we don't even know what she died of. She just died sometime. Six years ago. <laughs> the sickness. What's <But> so... <laughs> Maybe sickness. she was a zombie. That would have made it so much more interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Literally, Johnson. she died of consumption, guys.
2: Yeah, that's what it looked yeah. like.
3: It was, it was
2: overexposure.
3: Sickness, it's happening! Okay, to Ted so...
2: Mosby. <laughs> it, it, may, yes. it may have been the cancer that she got in Fargo. I'm not sure. Uh, oh! It... <laughs> but, so...
0: but, um... So, she, so she's, um... She, she's having a good time as part of the gang, although they even don't see each other that much, because when they're hanging out in the beginning, they kind of reference that they don't really talk that much. And so you're like, why are you all shitting oh. on Robin for never being around when you barely talk to each other as is, apparently? Well, this is <laughs> also
1: where Barney makes his speech about just let me be me, and it's the worst thing in the entire world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: God. It was it's the true. worst! This is it when is... Ro- Robin being away, you re- really remember how much... The reason why Robin and Barney worked so much is even before they were dating or any of that bullshit... She called him out on so much grossness, and I Lily does that to a degree, but, but at this he doesn't point, listen to she, Lily, she doesn't care that much anymore. Like she's just she's hampered down. If Robin was there, at least Robin would have said, "Oh, gross," or just made a face. At this point, Ted and, and Marshall are just like living vicariously through him or something. They let it all happen, no big deal. And um, so he's there. They're gonna try and hang out until five in the morning uh, because. It's just a night where Barney's trying to live it up and and be the only single one in the group again. And it's just, it it really, like, drives home the fact that, like, him hitting on these women is really creepy, because it's, the age on on Neil Patrick Harris's face is bad enough in the earlier episodes, but this is, like, Mm -hmm. up close, a lot of close-up shots. You're like, oh my god, he could be their father, which is the point, and he says later on he's hoping to age into that that, uh, range, but... It just, it just got creepier and creepier as the episode progressed, and this especially was like, oh god. And he says, he's like, maybe you we'll should
1: do a, I- uh, like for the show notes, like a side-by-side season one NPH, I will. like season nine, because seriously- it's pretty drastic,
0: guys. And I'm not-, I'm not I'm think I'm,
1: It is, but it is.
0: And I'm not hating on it, I think he looks great, but I don't think he's the kind of person who should be hating on 20-year-olds. He looked like a
1: child in message. season one. <laughs> Yeah, How and so, it?
0: um, so anyway, so he's, he's, he's pushing them all to hang out later, and they're all like, we gotta get home to the kids, because at this point, Ted also has the kids as well. Um, and he says, look, if it wasn't gonna happen with Robin, it wouldn't happen with anyone. That infuriates me, because where was this, like, you know, sentimentality, like, ten minutes ago in the where other was, episode? Where was
3: his commitment to Robin? It was you know? bullshit! Actually, like, like, he, we've seen him be in love with other
1: characters, too.
0: I know! I don't get it. It doesn't but make there any sense. There was
1: Nora, there was Becky Newton's character, too. Like, they, these characters did exist.
0: It's Like, it's it might not be the
1: same as his, like, relationship with Robin, but it still, like, existed as love. There was Brittany, In was I always Spears, Spears, thought
2: that, uh, <laughs> I know, right?
1: It's true. That's, that's how it should have been. It would have been stupid, but it at least would have been better.
2: Oh, yeah, I would and have the, been way into and,
0: that. And the thing is with him is that the whole, like, if it wasn't gonna happen with Robin, it wouldn't happen with anyone. Even that almost kind of rings false, because again, I mean, he was obviously in love with Robin, but I feel like he was in love again with, like, the concept of Robin as someone who is his equal, not this woman I was desperately in love with and wanted to do marital stuff with. Like, I never got that vibe about them, but I guess that was just me, again, misreading the text, because it certainly seemed like there were two free-loving, like, you know, jet-setter cool professionals, and then suddenly became all about... Well, no, as we have to prove,
1: he's just pathetic. Yeah, exactly. He's not on her level. That's the thing... Again, shows everybody hates Robin because she's just on a different level than them, and they all like they hate her for it. That's so, what's happening.
3: That puts all the responsibility for Barney's failure Returning. to commit to relationships yeah. on women that he's been with. Like if Robin wasn't able to tame the down, yeah, you yeah. know, nobody can.
0: I'm a wild horse. This is basically what he's trying to say. And, of course, we'll get to the point later on is where they try and one-up that on its own level, which I think not only cheapens the relationship with Robin, but cheapens his relationship with women as a whole. Which is like, in general. Un- <laughs> unfathomable. When that happened, I, I openly, I think when I watched this live, I openly think I booed at the screen. I, <laughs> I genuinely think I went, boo! <laughs> Because there's no other reaction I can even find. It's just genuinely, like, shock and horror, honest to God. But so, we move along from that into this robin- robots versus humans...
1: Like,
0: I mean, I, I not... appreciate
1: Murder Train playing, because Murder mm-hmm. Train. Yeah, oh
3: yes. <laughs> And it was 20... Robots versus wrestlers, not just any humans, more and... Yeah, but... yes, You've not... you <laughs> Maura, never seen any too. other
1: episode. <laughs> wrestlers
0: are people, too! But so... What year is this, Neil? Is this, is this 2019? 2019. Okay, I thought it was. I had 2019. I wasn't I didn't want to say that and be wrong. <laughs> but, so, Why would 2019- you write 2019 if it wasn't 2019? You make me second-guess myself. I don't know. <laughs> but, so, but so, Robots vs. Um, wrestlers is going on, and they're all like, it, it kind of feels like a medieval times, but with Robots vs. Uh, wrestlers. I so mean, it has been introduced
1: in the show before, Maura. You would know that if you've seen any other episode.
3: <laughs> right. Maura. Of course. Are you okay? Of course. Be honest. But <sighs> <laughs> so they're there hanging
0: out. Barney shows up late and just describes, oh. by the way, guys, I'm having the worst year of my life, week of his life. Yeah, he's very
1: he's very upset.
0: Right. And he's he he went from having a while back he had the perfect week where he, he um slept with seven women in seven nights, which is gross. <laughs> and like I wouldn't even uh, and now he's trying for the perfect month. A couple I guess weeks ago he tried for the perfect month. I guess his new playbook which
1: is, To which Lily says, you're in your 40s and you have a playbook. That's the sad part. Yes, yes, it it is. is. And,
0: like, 30 or 31 or 29 women in a month is grotesque. A lot. Yeah.
1: Grotesque. (laughs) I mean, that's. Even James Bond would say, slow down, (laughs) sir. Even, like, fucking David Blaine would say, slow down, (laughs) sir. But like, what? Uh, so <laughs> the sexiest man
2: alive, you know, James <laughs> Bond, David Blaine. I, I missed. I missed. <laughs> I, I missed the context on that one.
0: Well, uh. we mentioned we mentioned Leo DiCaprio before. I was just trying to keep it to the the members of the Pussy Posse, and I don't think Tim McGuire would qualify.
1: <laughs> People would say like John Mayer. You go with David Blaine. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Is I Eric Stone Street on your list of playboys too?
2: Possible.
1: Eric Stone Street. He's he's getting that. Uh, <laughs> Thirty girls and thirty
0: nights. (laughs) Thirty one, Latoya. Thirty (laughs) one. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But so, um, he does say thirty one because, of course, he says number thirty one got pregnant, and I do, I really love this. Is why I think I wish there was more. Oh, you actually like something
1: in this? I'm, I'm surprised I. This is the
0: only part. Well, it's just it's strictly because of the Christina Milani. She says number thirty one. What is that French? Ah,
1: yes. That was a okay, time. Gonna... I was
0: like, all right. That was 100% it. delivery, too. <laughs> but she really nails it because she's just like, fuck you, bro. Like, she wants him to get out of there. He's ruining their good time. This show would be so much better if they could just say
1: fuck you, like, so many times in this yeah. damn show. Oh.
0: Yeah. And so he's. And, and, and then, like, I want the show to be right Deadwood, so... actually. I
1: want everyone to be called cocksuckers. All the time. That would make the show the so much better. Mm.
0: My notes for this, too, are just, I'm so very, very, very disgusted. <laughs> like, I have <laughs> nothing to say to this besides, oh my god, he got a girl pregnant. And oh, also- It's probably Britney Spears. On the number- Oh my god, please. <laughs> too old That's why he, oh, he, for that's him. Why he won't ever
1: say who it's, it is. It's clearly someone who's half his age. And oh, you, Here's the thing. Like, this episode- These episodes especially- because obviously, uh, Barney Simpson became so ingrained in bro culture, despite the fact that the show was mocking bro culture. But at this point, like, it's accepting it, and it, there's no mockery
2: involved. Like, isn't it's it hilarious? so weird
0: about the show, you're right. Well, I don't understand what, that. Well,
2: I don't know. I mean, there, we do have my homeboy, Jim Nance, there. and
0: What was Jim Nance doing there? I have that in my <laughs> notes.
2: Uh, Why okay, did he show so up? So, when we're in the show. Uh, when Boral that you Bo- uh, When Barney has a moral.
0: Which show is this? How about your mother? <laughs> Jim Nance,
2: the ever, you know, intelligent being he is, uh, imbues him with great advice, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and and abhors his his behavior. Uh, so luckily, we do have Jim Nance here, you know, reflecting how disgusting Barney's behavior is. Uh, but so much, in fact, that he just bailed. He left him. He no longer has well, Jim Nance.
0: What I want to know is why we have Jim Nance showing up and we have no Patrice. Like, this is
1: bullshit.
2: Uh, CBS. That's why. Yeah, Jim Nance.
1: Exactly. Jim. Patrice needs to, like, get, go talk to CBS. Be like, hey... I think everyone knows that I was, like, the best part of the laser season, so. She
0: absolutely was.
1: Patrice didn't show up
3: because she was important to Robin's storyline, which was not important to the finale. Since they passed on the high, met your Patrice.
2: Oh, God. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why wasn't that a thing? Oh, God.
0: Like, honestly, the actress who plays Patrice should just do that as a web series on their own. (laughs) Like, I would watch it. (laughs) I don't even care if any of the cats even shows up. I would just take it as it. It's like Patrice living her life. Oh, God damn it, man. Oh, but yeah. So Patrice is not in it at all. We do get more, whatever the reason we have Nance there. And um, Barney breaks the news about 31 being pregnant. And they're all pretty disgusted too. They're like, oh my God, you have a kid. Oh my God. And then they actually don't even really react that strongly. They're just more just like shocked. I, I mean, they should be worried yeah. for this child. He's like, going
2: to be a very bad father.
0: Oh my God! He'll be a terrible father. He's gonna go to one extreme or the other, and either way is gross. Like he'll either hit on his daughter, or he's gonna obs- be obsessively protective. Well, hit up, no, on his, daughter. his
1: daughter's friends, obviously.
0: I don't see how. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Get, that, I mean. He would want to be more part
1: than. of this child's life in the first place, anyway. I don't get. Yeah, that, he'll be either obsessed
0: ahead. with her life, or 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 shield her for life, which is kind of what we end up finding he does. So there was no surprise. It's all that. bullshit. This is where he brings up the Clooney years, of course, that he's already dated he's Everyone's he's already... happy getting
1: things Robin can't give them. Things. And he's
3: like, hey,
0: I'm Thinks not gonna things that he's you.
3: never wanted.
0: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And he's um I'm not just gonna be able to nail girls based on being emotionally distant like their fathers, I'll actually look like them. <laughs> And this is, you're so right before with the whole, like, lampooning bro culture, because that is why, we're, it's hard to f- remember that, because it does get so ingrained in the cultural, like, zeitgeist of this time, is that, oh my god, everything Barney does and says is, like, so quotable, it's so legendary, but he was meant to make fun of that kind of a person, and by the end of the show, though, it was just like, nah, he's perfect in every way.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: they, it's almost like they got mixed up with the fact that Neil Patrick Harris is a good actor and he made the character compelling in a way that they were going to leave some of that behind, and then they decided to toss that to the side because, well, we already have a pre-written ending to the show and we can't bother with this anymore, so let's to right back to the beginning. And it's going to have to basically... It has to reconcile itself with the fact that if he's going to have a happy ending, it has to allow some of that grossness to exist still because you can't have a Bar- you can't have a Barney that's not in some ways adult or in some ways, mm-hmm. the ultimate child. Like you can't have it both ways because it just isn't a very compelling character. In fact, the only way they could have done that is if they had that kind of an open, like low key relationship between him and Robin, which they threw out the window as well. So it just didn't make any sense the way they set him up. And this is especially ridiculous because everyone's just so nonplussed about it. I mean, they're they're kind of shocked, but really no one like freaks out in the way that they should. And no one's just like, we're gonna go to a, a like a therapist right now. We're gonna talk to someone about how you're gonna deal with this because. Oh my God, you're the worst father of all time, and they just let it go. Um, this is where my notes are just boo because then yeah. we get more. Well, oh my God, we get the bullshit with um. First of all, Robin meets Ted's daughter. So before well, we
1: actually meet, met her before, but like meet her as a child, you can remember a person now.
0: Yes, she meets. She meets him, um as a, I guess like a I guess she's like a toddler, a little older, like a. Young child, I guess you'd call her. She's old enough for
1: like, so- Ted to decide to bore her with nice stories.
0: <laughs> Bullshit. And she seemed like she was interested. I'm like, lies. <laughs> like, this is so pre-written. But so, um, so Robin shows up and she- Also, I-, I was like, yeah, right. Robin's just wandering around New York City and runs into Ted.
1: Okay. <laughs> like- what is destiny, dumbass?
0: <laughs> Ugh, God damn it. But so, and they also just meet, and then she just, like, walks off again. Like- what? If you run into someone you haven't seen in like I don't even know what how many years this has been, like what But three, she just loves him
1: so much she can't be near him.
0: Fucking hell man. Oof. Then why would you if you saw him walking down the street, you'd run the other direction then, right?
1: No. I'll walk up and introduce myself to his young daughter. Fuck this show. I, I, wish, don't that, I wish that that <laughs> so would have continued to call her Bus Lady.
4: Even oh, into
1: the Lindsay Fonseca years. It's like she yeah. calls her aunt Bus Lady. I That'd appreciate be great. that.
0: But so, uh, he gets back to the bar and tells Lily and Marshall about it, which I find kind of sad that, like, Robin ran into him and didn't immediately oh, no, say- no, at,
1: at the hospital, right? Oh, right, sorry, at
0: the hospital, right. They're sitting around- oh, This is where Marshall and... calls her a
1: Yeti, because everyone fucking hates Robin.
0: What the fuck is this about? So, they, they treat it like, oh, you, a, a bonafide Cherbotsky sighting, like a Sasquatch mm-hmm. in the wild, and then he's, like, more like the Yeti, because she's got a heart of cold- like, a cold heart of ice or whatever bullshit Marshall <laughs> Yeah, she, Yeah,
1: she's cold and aloof. Like-
0: I was like, you guys are the oh, ones that are awful. I'm like, contact her. And in, in, in anything though, I don't understand. why Ted wouldn't say, "Hey, I'm going over to hang out with Marshall and Lily. You should come by." But I guess maybe he did hang out was
1: at the hospital again. At the hospital.
0: And it's,
3: um, Morris also never seen a
1: hospital before. But she's been <laughs> fronting.
3: <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! It's so, just so much more satisfying if you just assume that Robin was Maria Hill all along, and yes. she's just off. Doing Avengers stuff.
2: Ooh. No, she, she really
3: doesn't
1: give a fuck about any of these people. I'm wa- I'm a, I like
2: that interpretation. That, that feels And
1: good. she still ends
3: up with Patrice.
2: Yeah. Well, no, yes. Patrice is going to um, be like Patrice a. Patrice
3: obviously works for SHIELD too. Yeah, she's
2: like a, sleep, yes. a sleeper agent. That makes sense. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well,
3: there's one problem with
0: that, Kyle. Patrice doesn't sleep on anything. <laughs> <Like, laughs> fuck you. I was- but so, uh, September so poses again, because, yeah, okay, we'll take that, but before that happens, we also get, uh, Barney meeting his daughter. I wanna, I wanna- Would you hummus- like to meet
1: her? Nah, I'm good. Why was he there?
3: I like, don't know. It, I'm guess Lily, a- I'm guessing Lily and Marshall, like, basically drug him down there, because that's the only way I can think that he would ever be Especially there. Is after that his they whole just- let-me-be-me Me speech, like, why the fuck would he care?
0: Honestly, I'm surprised that he even knew about the baby. Like you would think that he would only find that kind of a thing out years afterwards.
1: Cuz oh, okay, a
0: plot point I thought, but, because but I'm, I'm sure it made you jump for the
1: show, but like Barney, especially in these episodes, would be the type of guy that says, "Take care of it." That would be his first response to number 31.
0: Here's a couple thousand dollars. Goodbye forever, which is I mean, grotesque, but the kind of Barney that they they uh, retconned him to be at this point. Because yeah. I don't think that Barney would do that because we all know having watched this fucking show and wasted time doing so. <laughs> he wasn't that kind of a person at heart. He might say that and then later on he would get drunk, go back to their place and say I'm sorry, I didn't mean that or something stupid. It's not good, but that's like the kind of behavior he would be, you know, want to do. Based on
1: these episodes. Go totally back
0: did. to doing that yeah. kind of shit from the beginning where you didn't know that much about him and you thought he was this heartless sociopath where you just think, oh, well, he's just gonna throw some money at the problem and hope it goes away. Which is just not how it even not for a second does he even have this conversation like, well, I'm not gonna have any involvement in this kid's life. From the beginning, he's practically just like, well, now I'm gonna screw up my life because I have to be involved in this child's life. I'm like, even no, though he, I'm like, Yeah, he clearly kind of doesn't want anything to do with the fathers. kid. His own father was completely absentee to him. Why are you even like confused about how that works like it doesn't make sense but, everyone at the table's father more, was mostly
1: absentee it's, you you hear so. people laughing it's it's funny oh, it.
0: so so he he shows up and uh, he's holding the baby great
1: acting awful awful, it, awful. this I, I, is why it makes me it. so, so mad so i'm telling my so
0: so notes much. are the exact same thing Because I almost like start crying, and it's I'm mad as I'm crying. I'm like, "Fuck you, Neil Patrick Harris, for being so good at this." Because I'm sure this is how he looked at his own children. This sentiment. Oh my
3: God, you're a great actor, but this is garbage. This sentiment is good. That's sort of the reaction you're supposed to have to a child that you've desired having, not that Barney wanted one, but like the fact that it's sort of women are now. Human beings, because he has a daughter. But
1: and they're not even human beings; they're they're sluts for him to shame, is what they are now.
3: Right? Exactly. They're, they're
0: people like... for him to control in another way. Mm-hmm. And okay, so now we should tear the band-aid off. And then, i personally, I found this like additionally abhorrent because of all the things for Barney to get back on track about and get his life together. It's the one thing that Robin literally oh, couldn't no. provide for him because Robin couldn't have kids. And that made me furious. I don't know if the show intended for it to come out that way, but to me, I found that like kind of repulsive. Because the minute they they take a step from each other apart, although obviously a couple years have passed in, in between, but for the most part in the scenes the way things zip along, they're apart for maybe ten minutes before he has a kid.
1: And again, later on sh- everyone is happy, getting things that Robin could never give them. Like exactly. What?
0: the fuck? And the Robin episode where she she finds out she can't have kids is so emotionally devastating but so resiliently beautiful in a way because mm-hmm. it's it, they don't try and redeem the fact that she can't have no, kids. No, no. Here's make the irony it...
3: of that episode is that it ends with Ted setting up all this nice Christmas stuff for her and she knows, guys, as you know, you know, Aunt Robin never had any kids but she was never alone. <laughs> she spends like 20 years of this finale. Alone. Alone. <laughs> And also, because on she top can't of have that, children.
0: they become these golden geese at the end, where now
3: she does have inherited children,
0: and also- And you have already been raised, be so it's all good.
3: Yeah, so she doesn't have <laughs> yeah. to do any of that junk she didn't want to do. Now she can take them fun places, and they can be like- I don't know, accessories or something, I don't
0: know. <laughs> and then on top of it all, which, again, there's there's two versions of this I don't like. One, it shames women who don't want to have kids at all, because who the fuck cares if you don't want to have kids? That's your own goddamn business. Don't bring that into my personal life. Don't bring it into my work life. And they do it both ways with her. Second of all, if she wanted to have kids that desperately, which she kind of, in that moment, almost seemed to want to, and then later on in this episode, it seems to imply that she could have been, you know, a good mother if, if, she'd been with, if Barney and her had, had a kid, which makes no sense... They could have fucking adopted a kid. Adoption exists. They're both rich assholes. They could easily get kids or be foster parents or big brothers or sisters. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this show is infuriating. Oh no, Adoption
1: definitely both. does not exist. I was actually just watching a screener for like, an upcoming sitcom episode and like it was about how a character's infertile and I'm like, Adoption exists. Adoption exists. Adoption exists. Nope. Or if you don't- Okay, then in the up. next-
0: the next conversation that everyone has, if they can't do in vitro or all that kind of stuff, is is adoption. If that's too complicated because it's too, like, expensive or, or you know tedious exactly. paperwork, I know that she has you like, could do so surrogates. Oh no, if surrogates won't happen. Even though your best friend has had like eighty children, okay, and no And she would I'm definitely not. give like have a
1: child for
0: you. Oh my god, absolutely! Yeah, oh like yeah, a heartbeat. Definitely. Like I, I would have totally taken that being their kid, but whatever. No, that's not a thing either. Oh, okay. How about um, on top of all of that, just be a foster parent? Oh no, no, no just kidnap a child. Want I'm gonna have five dogs instead. All right, never mind. Well, foster kids doesn't work. Maybe just spend an afternoon being rich and giving money to the big brothers and big sisters program. Oh no, I don't care about that either. All right, forget it. I'll just jet set around the world, not giving a fuck about anybody until it's convenient for the plot. Okay, fine. Like it is. It is so difficult to watch this because these are characters that we've like literally grown up to love, and okay. then just peeling away all of their parts because well, we know what we have to get to, and we know this didn't really work, so we're gonna have to make it so it's like shoving. It's like shoving a square peg into a round hole enough times that obviously the wood's going to have to shave away, and it'll fit, but it's going to be- it it shouldn't have fit. Like, it wasn't meant to fit, and that's the whole fucking point. (laughs) You're never getting it back
3: out and the toy is broken.
0: You avoided the warranty. Uh, But so- (laughs) so they- they, like, relish in this great moment where Barney is, like, looking at his daughter for the first time- While Robin's such a bitch- yeah, and it changes his life, and he's just like everything I had, and it's so upsetting. Because I'll I'll link the performance because, again, Neil Patrick Harris is excellent in this moment, but it's just so bullshitty. Like I I, I wish they had booed it. I did too. I have booed at this, and and I that's my my notes are literally I hate that they're good actors because this is still absolute bullshit. And then on top of that, we get, like we go from one extreme to the other where. It cuts to Ted proposing to... Well, uh, to Tracy again. Well, re-proposing. Will you marry me this Thursday? And again, I, I didn't love the whole episode at all, but I, I think this is another part where I get really mad about how great uh, uh, the mother is, is that she, when, when she gets the ring back, Christina, she's like, Uh, oh, same ring. And it's just, why waste all this time building up this person to be such a great match for Ted in many ways? And then again, just rip it away. And and it's not ripping it away in the sense of life is real and tough and hard. No, they they rip it away because it's inconvenient for the what was they that?
1: Had. Life is real and tough and hard. What were you like promoting that's,
3: for? That's, that's time of your mother's drag. like thing. That's time of your problem, mother's thing though. They, the they the do The problem that. with this episode is that while spreading out a three day three day weekend for a wedding for one season, makes for an interesting plot device, an interesting way to approach stuff. There's so much that happens in this two-part finale that might have been less offensive if they had given a season or even half a season for the characters to deal with these things as they come. Instead of just being like, oh, Barney has a baby, oh, Robin's never, never around, now Lily and Marshall have a million kids, and Ted is with this woman who's now dead. If they just stretched it out, yeah. it wouldn't have been yeah. so bad. We would have been able to see Barney take the journey. Yeah, even if, maybe it would have made sense. <laughs>
2: hopefully, even if we just got everything like, is
3: just shoehorned in. We got like a,
2: a an, an episode for every year that they wanted to use. Like just
3: yeah, that would have been fine too. <laughs> yeah, like... I feel like if they had tr-
1: like uh, Bays and uh, Thomas had just like talked to CBS and said that's what we want to do. They could have gotten it to happen. Like, they were doing mm-hmm. well in the ratings.
2: Oh, yeah. They, they they got, like, carte blanche. They could do anything they want. They were yeah. a heavy hitter every single season.
1: But they thought this entire end was a good idea. Yeah, They could do a
0: two-hour movie of this bullshit. Not that I'd want that, but they
2: could have. <laughs> but that's the, thi- so, that's the well, thing. Well, then the world. only
1: episode you would have seen was a two-hour movie more. You would have been yeah. really confused. All of, <laughs> I would have been extra confused.
2: All of these actors wanted out. That's what happened. Oh, I mean. yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's- oh, that's- yeah. yeah, but, yeah. And
1: th- wasn't it uh, Jason Siegel too? He was, like, yeah. the last one to sign on because yep. it was, like, they had to basically beg him. Yep.
0: Well, they all have successful careers. Yeah, because he's, like, barely it. in I, the I, season, do. too. Yeah. Because Allison Hannigan, I guess, is the only one that's not, like, super, super prolific afterwards. Well, but she doesn't but need to be. She's obviously... got, like,
1: franchise oh, money yeah. from oh. American Pie and Buffy. And, and Buffy, show. exactly.
0: Like, she, and, and I'm not saying that she couldn't go on to do more, essentially, either she way. She never has to do anything, ever. <laughs> they all blew up. They all blew up as this was happening. Like, Jason Segel, mm-hmm. uh, he actually hasn't done quite as much, although he's done The Muppets, obviously, and stuff like that. But, uh, obviously, Josh Radner's gone on to direct, whether you like it or not. happy, thank uh, you God, please. I think that's very And
1: important. Neil Patrick
0: Harris literally does not sleep,
1: so, like... As you can like, tell, when you look at the aging,
0: from <laughs> <laughs> And Kobe Smulders has usurped all of his age (laughs) into her own youthful uh, skin appearance, (laughs) but she's obviously done a million things. Um, But so, like, they all want it out, and I respect that, because this is, like, a nine-year-running show, they probably didn't anticipate it. In fact, that's my notes, is that they thought this was gonna get cancelled after two years, didn't they? Come on, this has to be what they thought. They
3: thought it was gonna get cancelled in the first season again! (laughs)
0: exactly it, it just felt so quirky and weird I don't think they ever anticipated it hitting so big
3: No, they and probably they probably found out how it was supposed to end and they're like well there's no way this is lasting more than a year that's just ridiculous exactly
0: exactly <laughs> and it fits a lot better if you think about episodes ending up in the end of season 3 even or season mm-hmm. 2 where you're like okay it's it still kind of forced like but a, it's a little less hampered."
1: The show though. was like a slow burn in terms of like ratings and people like word of mouth basically. Oh for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. Like and it's definitely true. People like started to really get into it
0: yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was right around the same time that Big Bang Theory hit. They both hit. Nora, we
1: get time, it. So. You love Big Bang Theory. You don't you? Do uh, every single no. podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm just. I'm
0: saying that since they were back to back, it was a huge deal at the time. That they were very huge lead-ins to one another.
3: They That's how I found out other. about um how i how I met your mother was because no no other way around. The Big th- Bang Theory was because I was watching.
0: It led into how I met one. your mother,
3: yeah. waiting for or Big Bang Theory waiting for how I met your mother to actually come on.
0: Right. So, so 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 anyway, so so we're getting back to the the, the 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 terrible 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 terribleness that is this episode. <laughs> uh Ted proposes again they decide to get married on Thursday and then we get Ted Mosby's wedding day, which Barney passes out as they're all sitting around the bar
1: because he's getting you no know, sleep yeah, yeah. a
0: nonstop entity in his child's oh, life
1: So yeah, he's also slut shaming young girls. Oh,
0: fuck, that's, oh that's my God, he's getting anyway. on them to
1: slut-shame them.
0: He's so exhausting. So he, so he. I guess we're we're trying to imagine a world in which Barney is now a part of his child's life, which I almost get because he obviously had a, a non-existent father, so you could claim he's well, trying to. Is if, you don't know.
3: meet number. I can, I can only like, assume this that this true? lady, that number thirty-one, like died in childbirth, or <laughs> oh went to prison, this young girl. or something. Because like I have like, like a twenty-one-year-old girl. never mentioned girl again ever.
1: Like that <laughs> that's the thing that's even worse. I guess this is a young yeah. like young early 20s girl that he knocked up and like her life is ruined
0: so i guess he takes the, the kid or or they should i guess maybe it's possible it's keeping him up uh, at night which i also i mean like okay that's a that's an argument for another time but i wouldn't ted, wouldn't um not ted uh, wouldn't barney just pay for a, a nanny or something like what is barney doing raising the child on his own if any, one thing we've learned about barney is that he is does not do everything that. himself <laughs> like
3: as nice as the, the moment was when he held his daughter, as much sentimentality as that was, having a child does not make you selfless. There are times where you're just like, if you don't shut up, <laughs> I'm going to put you outside. something like that. <laughs> you know? Wow, I just getting real. Uh, I love him to death, but I'm still a selfish person. And Barney is way a worse, terrible human being. Way, way There's no way he would not have there. hired a full-time nanny. To take care of all of that. Yeah. There's no way.
0: even if, even if he's going to have some input and maybe he kept him up the one night or two nights, the way he acts just like he's a new person because he's constantly involved in this kid's life is just... Yeah. It, again, rings false. It rings, like, someone who... I I could buy him spoiling the kid or being, like, obsessed with the kid, but the whole, like, you know, like, a slobbish father is obsessed with the kid and has Mm -hmm. no money anymore. I'm like, this isn't Barney.
3: Like... On the other hand, I could see Barney being obsessed for, like, a year and then just deciding he's bored with it, and then never- Or maybe left. three years,
1: since so that's how long his marriage was, you know? Yeah.
3: Super dark. Yeah. Super dark. <laughs> but yeah. That
1: makes sense. But yeah. that is no, the no, show no, there does are that. No, dads
3: who, like, think they like the idea of being a father, and then they realize it's a lot of freaking work, you know? And yeah, then oh yeah. It's a full-time time job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so-
1: oh gosh, we've been so, talking about a lot of bad stuff.
2: Wait a so minute, let's wait. talk about... Are we transitioning into what we're talking about our fathers? Because I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> Should we play For some sure. Sarah McLaughlin under the We're <laughs> trying
3: to understand Barney Stenson, which is impossible. We're talking in I just wonder
1: to move on to something nicer, which is Colby Smolder's baby blue dress as soon as she walks in. Oh my in my, my nose, God. I go, damn. Th- Every <clears> time <throat> she shows up, though, her dress is just escalating. Like, this woman is trying to, like... Stop this wedding, even if they don't say it. but that dress, <laughs> she is trying to stop this wedding.
0: Oh my god! And honestly, she succeeds, honest. <laughs> I know they get married and live happily ever after. But honestly, in the back of Ted's mind, she's there the whole time. <laughs> so she succeeded. Okay. I Ted, take me, Robin. That's
1: what he was thinking.
0: Yeah, but um. Oh well, don't. we I don't want to breeze over the whole daddy's home because yikes. Because when she shows up, she says, "Hey, Daddy," to Barney, and he's like, "Uh, what?" Like he's surprised that she called him
1: that, and then She's he's surprised like, that she knows can't... that he has a child because she wasn't there, and this is the first time they've seen each other since her <laughs> father, which is insane. It is
0: insane. It's so stupid, and this is like years after the fact. Obviously, people have to like have Facebook or some version of that in this this century. It's the same century, but like it's just stupid that they would suddenly be like, oh, like. You know about that? Like, yeah! We are fucking, like, mutual best friends! We are married, you yeah, so asshole! I I'm talked to figure out too, probably on Facebook, or a
3: stupid blog! Oh, God, the blog. Oh, God, the blog. Oh, can you even imagine the contents of that blog? <laughs> oh, I don't blog want to
0: think about it. Post, baby. <sighs> It'd be so uh-huh. It'd be a bunch of the little girl in, like, dresses and stuff and awful shit. But so, um, oh, I, I do, we also kind of vaguely breezed over the fact that when he sees these two young girls, he goes over like he's gonna hit on them, because they say, like, oh, is, have things changed that much for you? And he gets up and chases after his two young girls, and Lily's like, I guess not, which is, at first, it's would be played for gross, like, ew, god. Then it gets even worse, because instead of actually hitting on them, he's like, uh, call your parents, put some decent clothes back on. I'm like, oh, so he's gross in a different way? That's great! I'm I'm so happy for this.
1: It's like, dude, you me. were hitting on them until they offered you shots. At noon. That's the
3: only thing that made you, like, stop that.
0: And even beyond that, like, fuck you. Let them do whatever the hell they want. Like, I, not I don't a know, I almost
3: feel like he was baiting them, too. <laughs> like, just do something that I can shame. Just give yeah, me an excuse.
0: He's just gross. It was just... It's just a shame, because... They spent so much time making that character. Like, they literally chipped Marble until he was almost a decent human being. Like, real vaguely, but like, okay, fine, maybe he's okay. And then they just mm-hmm. shattered it and started from scratch again. I'm like, oh, that was like hours and hours and hours of work. But so, instead, um, he's now back to just shaming them in that respect. But when Robin shows up, they're just kind of... I wouldn't even call it, like, flirting. She's just kind of like, oh, hey, what's up? And sure. he's like, yeah. And then he smiles and says to her... Daddy's home. Like, it's some
1: heartwarming comment. And so that like, it, something that should make her smash a bottle over his head. Oh, it's the gr I was- I vomited in my own mouth a little bit. I <laughs> like it was- it is disgusting.
0: I'm, like, I'm, I'm really glad you're opposite. happy,
1: Barney, since you got happiness without Robin, so she couldn't give you and a I damn baby.
0: Obviously, I can't do a Barney impression because I don't even know you what that would entail. You but can't really do an
1: he, impression of anyone more, let's be honest. No, well, that's true, I
0: <laughs> But he says something along the lines of Daddy's home. Like, it's so happy, like, it's not, like, the daddy's home, it's daddy's home. Just, like, (laughs) okay! Okay, I need, like, just
1: ten more takes of you saying daddy's home,
0: (laughs) (laughs) very. But so, he says that to Robin, and they kind of smile, like, oh, how charming, I'm like, ew, no! And, um, they, that's it, that's the the wrap-up for the two of them, is that she's just thrilled for him that he had a kid, because
3: anyone who's ever met Barney-
0: Yeah, and everybody's ever met Barney thinks that's a great idea. Like, what? If anyone should know for sure it's a terrible idea, it's her. Like, good God. And, um, so, um... He can't make
1: a marriage work, but he can make a child.
0: Because, you know, children are the best. Da, 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 children are, are then, so, so easy to
1: fall in love with and, be ha- and like, be good with.
0: But, um, so anyway, so they, they um... The wife shows up, and she's apparently the one that convinced Robin to come. But I, I don't I, actually kind of like. I mean, wife. this is still terrible, but at least I'm like, okay... Like, it's not the end of the world, like, at least it was kind of a romantic ending where the wife realizes that Robin was a big part of everyone's life.
1: You're, you're still Tracy. calling her the wife, and I love it. How I well, the I, wife. I'm trying to
0: keep the, the, the allure alive, but Tracy.
1: You can but say Tracy, the mother, Tracy the mother Robin. as the show calls her. But you're like, right. the wife.
0: <laughs> well, until we get to the point where she gets her name off, then I'll start calling her Tracy all full stop. Hey, but remember, so anyway, thunder Tracy so Marshall is
1: running for a state supreme court. Which again
0: is thrown off in like like the equivalent of Marshall's plot progression in this episode are three lines. Like it's crazy that this he is making so much money off of this and I'm just like good for you, Jason Segel, because oh. he does nothing in this episode. He could have been asleep the whole time. <laughs> we wouldn't have known the difference. He could have taped the line on an index card to his head and been like, Alright, that's fine. Oh.
1: But so anyway, so um so he, the wife, he by the way <laughs> my says wife. she knows it's bad luck. To see Ted before the wedding, she looks fantastic. Which in my too, notes, though, I, I, I wrote in all caps: "It is bad luck. This is what kills you, Tracy."
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I thought the same. That's thing. How the cancer gets her? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, they I say that. Have like,
2: have that joke <laughs> written down too?
1: Yeah. How? How else would you take that? The besides next, that, when you would kill see the her bullshit five montages of that they yeah. show her? Whoops. Oh my god! The literally death reel <laughs> That's what I put there. Death, death <laughs> real. Death.
0: She means so little
3: to the end of the series that they don't even show her dying for more than a minute
1: oh god damn it do bro. you like so want to see her corpse <laughs> <laughs> damn, no, but, like, I, don't I want, want to a, see damn. proof of death
2: i want a corpse i want to see damn. like ted digging her grave out to like to, like how i met my corpse bride <laughs> yeah dig up my dig up my bones
3: there, there could have been more time spent on the whole it was very sad that your mom died instead of just being like, and eh, now she's dead. How are you know know They
1: never said it was very sad. Like, they were like, well, oh, she died. Well, by the wife. Know, again,
0: even that part of it, like, I don't love it. Just, well, that's a whole thing I can't even get into because I hate it for other reasons. It's awful, but,
1: but there's still a way to salvage this.
0: Yeah, and this show <laughs> does that kind of stuff. Like, even earlier in the episode where it was the whole, like, um, the dark shit where Robin, you know, breaks up with a friend's group, is that this show does... It's very good. The reason why this show, I think, initially hit so large is that it did that very well. It does it the same way that Scrubs did it. Um, Like when
1: um, uh, Lily leaves for San Francisco.
0: Excellent. The Office did it. There are certain shows... And obviously Parks and Rec went on to do it. There are certain shows that really, like, lean into that, hey, we can go either way on this. And this show is one of them that went to the extreme. Like, there are moments on this show... Like to me, it, it, honestly, in most of my television watching career, there is something about the episode when, um, well, I, I'll spoil it because if you haven't seen it, I can't. Why do you haven't it back, seen it,
1: but, more, So, oh uh, <laughs> yes, I've
0: heard about this episode <laughs> where um, Marshall finds out that his father has died from an Allison Hannigan who delivered the news in secret and told Jason Siegel as if he had never. Well, they just said Jason Siegel show up mm-hmm. to work this day. We'll tell you what the scenes about as Allison shows up. He finds out raw this happens. I mean, as a, in yeah, character. He finds He's out. A, yeah, movie. it was such a
3: good episode too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he, I'll, I'll link that uh, that little scene. It's so simple. She's just crying, and it's it's complete shock because it has almost nothing to do with it. Well, the episode itself is really sad. You just
1: describe okay. this beautiful episode terribly, more I know, <laughs> like, but, but I'm just trying. I don't
0: want to give away. You should really watch the episode. I just don't want to give away the whole thing. If they're I watching,
3: watching, if they're watch, listening to a podcast about the. Season finale or series finale. I can of the assume show. you hopefully have seen again. more hasn't
1: seen any other episode besides these
3: two. So. <laughs> I'm I'm describing it based on what someone told me. Was uh,
2: perfect. I'm glad you're an expert.
0: And it's one of the most upsetting performances, just because I feel like it's mm-hmm. so raw and upsetting and just devastating to watch. And there have been other episodes that are very similar in that respect where it, it's just super dark, like, all the stuff with Barney, with his dad, where he's just, why weren't you there for me, like that, oh, and all the stuff.
1: Oh, the <laughs> prints? <laughs>
0: God <laughs> Yes. You you it's exactly the same thing. That's so, apparently yeah. what you were because
1: I guess you confuse these two shows all the time. No, he did the same <laughs> You know that episode of how my mother were Ted and Marshall get pulled over because they're black.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Dela Latoya. It's when they're making the it's when they're making the, the basketball hoop. I mean they definitely cribbed the the basic premise of the same thing as from, from um Fresh Prince, but it's the why couldn't I, you have I, been there for me like you were for this other...
1: I'm aware more, but you said exactly the line from Fresh Prince is why I'm giving you oh, shit. Okay.
0: okay, but no, so he says to them, like, uh, why weren't you there for me? Um, he says something to How that Oh, God! <laughs> yeah. I don't need that in the, I'm already emotionally unstable, place, <laughs> I don't need that on top of it. But either way, so uh, there have been tons of moments where, like, similarly upsetting, or even like very romantic, like uh, over-the-top romantics, like sleep off your feet kind of stuff happens. Rarely with Ted, but it does happen occasionally. (laughs) Not really (laughs) rarely with Ted. It's
1: a lot with Ted because he's Ted. I know, but (laughs) But Ted is not this fucking episode.
0: Right. So either way, though, it it does it hits those notes really well. So I'm not even against the concept of trying something kind of over-the-top and absurd like this. But it goes to this place where it's just... So, okay.
1: Because here's the Before thing. We... this, These two episodes are really depressing, and I don't think most of it's supposed to be as depressing as we found it. It's just because it betrays the character so much, it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? Especially a oh, lot of the Robin stuff.
0: Because Robin is just completely short shrift the entire episode, both of them. But so, the wife is convinced her to come, and the what? she decides to take a... <laughs> The Y has decided so to have um, Robin show up and she wants to take a picture of everybody. Which I was just like, there's a million strangers in this bar, have someone else take a picture with you in it. Yeah, dead. there are a lot <laughs> of
1: strangers as Marshall just talks to one, like, hey, kids, you know what happened? And so oh,
0: he, he I, and then I actually, oh, I gotta,
2: I got I'm that snippet or like Marshall's like, hey, kids, you know what happened here? I do that shit all the time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing to do is talk to how does it land it, child it, it... does it
0: land as terribly as that did
2: impressionable use <laughs> do you know what happened here um...
0: <laughs> I mean it was the stupidest like why would why did that even happen it was supposed to be like this like sweet emotional thing and I hated it so much it was it w- okay so let's describe this like moment because it's just so I mean you, you've probably seen this episode but in case you haven't so Marshall turns around and says um hey kids and then and they even say, like, "They I do mockingbird calls him like, out." Hey, kid. Yeah, weirdest sound a thousand years old. And then they cut back like he, like they don't laugh. There's no like like joke there. They just it just that drop that whole joke just drops like a dead sack of like. And then it gets know. worse. And then he says, "Do you guys know what happened here? Do you have any any idea what happened here in this bar?" The guy's it's like, "Amazing, Gee, thing. Mister What?" And the guy's like, "No, yeah. no." And then he's just like, "Uh, amazing things happened here, buddy." Like. You should like treasure it or some bullshit like that, and then turns back and then just smiles and then they
1: go back about their fucking business. It was the weirdest <laughs> he, scene. He just like stuff happened here. That's it. He's like a lot of great stuff. That's it. That's you could have.
0: I mean, you you could have exercised. It. You could have that scene completely, and it would have been completely fine. Like it, there ex- like, ex- only for them to be grandfathery parts. about bullshit. Like use you have no idea what this bar meant to us. But honestly, this show was kind of mocking that, that mentality the, for I so wish long. the bar would
1: have been, like, knocked down, like, a wrecking ball while they were all in it.
0: And it's so ironic. Oh, my God. It's so... Well, ir- Greek style. <laughs> but, uh, so, this is so ironic because I feel like the show started out lampooning so much of that good old boy mentality because they were this young 20-somethings living their fucking lives, like these kids were they they turn around and talk to. You. And it just comes around full circle to, like oh, our main characters are dead inside now. Like, this is great. They've officially lost the-, the, the Because their lives are so
1: miserable. <laughs> yeah, that they're military, only reminiscing
0: their old lives now. Like, they've reached the point of no return. I'm like, this is depressing. And instead of actually making it, like, at all, like, cheery, they all kind of just grimly, like, nod, like, yeah. Well, it's not called
1: cheers, Mora. <laughs> I know,
0: but it was it was infuriating. And so they they do a toast, though. <laughs> um... And they all say I love you, and then they toast. And they don't, This <laughs> made me furious. They toast to Ted, Evelyn, Mosby. No mention of the wife at all. Well, she took
1: the picture. They don't
0: None. It's their wedding. It's just uh, it both that, of though. them. Why are they toasting just to Ted and she's there toasting with them? This wife is completely irrelevant to the situation. <laughs> she
1: like by the end of like this season, by like, by this episode, the first episode, they all like her more than they like Ted anyway. Oh, she's good <laughs> friends with them both. I would imagine she's probably
0: the godparent to somebody's kid. They all love going. her They've the most, and, and she's like, just, she's just there. She just loves it. And they literally toast to Ted in front of her as if she's not there. I was I was blown. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember being as quite as upset. I might have misheard that, but I really I think I went back and re-listened to it. and I didn't hear any mo- mention of this. I was like, oh, well,
1: no, then they had so to say their <laughs> it's because they haven't said her name. because they had not said her name yet. So yeah, exactly. To be fucking cutesy.
0: I mean, you could have at least said, and his future bride, or Mr. and Mrs. Mosby, do something with her involved. Like, it was so stupid, and- they wanted that last joke about Ted Evelyn Mosby, so they had to say his full name, and they just throw her under the bus. She even toasts to Ted, like, yeah, my future husband, I'm irrelevant. <laughs> and it's just, like, <laughs> it's just, it was so upsetting to watch, because I'm like, these people are such monsters, and I'm so riding his dick for no reason. at least hey, so, I mean, she got
3: to be on Fargo, so fuck all of
0: it. Yeah, so she wins.
3: And Maybe like, she faked her death to piece out of that nonsense. <laughs>
0: yeah, I would no. hope so. Oh my god, please! Where is that, like, alternate reality where she didn't really die, she literally just spanked her death to get away from those fucking kids in 10 Or she so
1: didn't even her death, they just the aliens abducted her and, and
0: Oh <laughs> I would totally be. I would I would watch that all day long. But so um you have to watch so this then,
1: episode again to get to that though.
0: And so then we get
1: to the the,
0: the bullshit montage so as I like to call it. I loved her so much and as long as I could until she fucking died. Every everyone call them. the
1: And, like, the writers were like, eh, we're not gonna... It's like when the Lost writers were like, Lost isn't purgatory. Like, we're not gonna (laughs) die. It's not purgatory,
0: it's Urgatory! Our cool name for (laughs) that. They were saying (laughs) Urgatory. Oh, my God. But so that's exactly what happens here, is that that she didn't die. She's dying! (laughs) It's just like, oh, my God. And so they cut back to when they first meet. And this is where... I get my notes just say "end of show, roll credits." End of
3: show, exactly, roll credits. one, yes, I have, have like, just end
0: it here, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> and all. And it's it so in case funny.
3: Meaning should have ended the show.
0: I, I honestly, too. I've only seen this episode twice. I watched it the first time I saw the two of them. I watched them the one time, and then this it's time. Twice and twice. Hopefully, evening. never watch them again if I have my own. If I'm left to my own devices, yes. But this this scene right here i thought this is where it was gonna end and i was almost like on to, on board with the show and then i remember looking at the clock and when i realized yes. that i had 10 minutes left to go my stomach literally dropped and that's where i was like oh no and i didn't think that they were gonna do i didn't know it was gonna go that far into left field but i was like but i remember just thinking what could they possibly have left to do i honestly thought is it going to be a because yeah, i I'm remember like, okay.
1: that like they had they had the kids reaction like i remember that being a whole thing but- they had that recorded, like, all the way since season two. I remember that. Right. And they, hadn't and they had they mentioned heads. that. The
0: show writers had mentioned that in interviews. And, and actually, gone so far as, I think, prior to the episode airing, reaffirmed that, yes, they did have the pre taped from the- And they were, like, bragging about it. I remember that being yes. a thing where they were going- they, Because Lindsay and David it. had
1: obviously aged so much. I would totally have
0: years. bought better. I would have loved it if they had just cut to them and the kids were aging. Well, no. And I would have been like, oh. yep,
1: absolutely, because it would have been a funny joke. Because he's been talking for eight fucking years. Well, the thing I wanted to show before they they cast Kristen, and since they weren't going to have Victoria be the mother, was just cast Lindsay Fonseca as the mother and not address it at all.
0: (laughs) That'd be amazing. (laughs) Oh my god, that'd be amazing. (laughs) That just, like, blew my mind. Because they
2: could have. The lesson here is just because you recorded something in season two doesn't mean you should probably use it for season nine. Like, no. you know, exactly. A, they were so
3: proud of it, but the, no. It
2: was we. It's okay to fuck up. It's okay. Like you had seven years.
3: Yeah, it's to, okay to not think something yeah, good seven yeah. years later. It's like oh, you I know.
2: I look at my teenage poetry. I was an idiot, so like, <laughs> I'm not gonna. In, <laughs> I don't in, own
3: sweaters I'm, from back then. <laughs> yeah, I'm not
2: gonna insert all of like the cool limericks I wrote into my scripts now. Like it's like guys, it's okay. Like you're human. I get it. Just don't use that. <laughs> Come up with something else. You're all very rich writers with, with great great resources o- among you. And all, it's it's and okay. They're, very,
1: they're clearly very talented.
2: Like, Yeah, and, yeah even this
1: episode I said there are moments
0: where I can totally pretend to love it for a moment. And then it just goes back to having to shoehorn all these other elements in. And mm-hmm. that's where their weaknesses truly yeah. lie, is where they're trying to go back to what they have scripted pre- this, this season, really. yeah, I was
1: reading that, like, uh, Bazin Thomas said that they crafted the last moments of the series right from the start. And, like, okay, right. there's planning, yeah. again, comparing to Lost. There's planning, which Lost did not have. And then there's not course-correcting something that was written ten years ago.
0: And, honestly, the scenes with the daughter and the son... Mostly were exercise as well because they were kind of useless by some certain point anyway because they were clearly not aging and they were wearing the same clothes. Yeah, and you have
1: you have so much of it. Uh, like, it got to a point like by season three or four where it's just like the same reaction shot of them just like shuffling on the couch pretty much. Like, yeah, we're listening, Dad, and they just stopped because they ha- or they ran out of footage basically. It was redundant,
0: yeah. And honestly, they could have totally they could have totally gone back and and at least just pretended like. To DA. I mean, they were throwing wigs on everybody else all the time. Just make them look a little younger. Who fucking cares? Reshoot it. But regardless of that, you could totally have just ended it the way it was, and it was still, he still says the line, and that's how I met your mother. Like, that's all you needed. You don't need to show the kids with all this long, like, blah, blah,
3: mom, blah, 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 Robin, blah, blah. Like, clearly, that part of it was completely wrong.
1: They didn't shoot the scene, like, Josh Radner and the kid. Oh, so they, no, they shot, they shot that was Josh so... Radner, so That's
3: the worst part. For, like, for it's for day. so bad. So
1: clearly they had, to, I'm guessing they had to change something. Because, again, the show had changed course over the years. Because even the tone,
0: the way that the kids react, well, we'll get to that in a second, but the kids react in a tone that's very different than a lot of the show at this point. Not that the show has changed Especially that much, for but... for these two
1: episodes. It's completely yeah, a- tonal. To this I... episode.
0: And I wanna I wanna specify why I think it's so important that the show didn't course correct in, in such a huge way is because look at just the the, the people on the show I mean they were pretty big going into it some of them I think obviously Jason Siegel and Alison Hattigan had a pretty long storied past but look at Kobe Smolders like Kobe Smolders from the beginning of this show to the end of the show has like become I wouldn't yeah, consider her, like I mean um, an her... end be of Hollywood she was but a minor character huge. actress like before this,
1: like I was saying before.
0: Right, mm-hmm. but now she is a, I wouldn't say, like, huge, huge, but she's a, a, moderately, a well, moderately, I think, fairly Pretty well-known girl, actress yeah. and fairly well-respected in many regards and, uh, and honestly highly billed and, and highly prolific in, in the industry right now. So if someone like that can, can change that severely, you just couldn't have known that your show was going to hit it as well as it did with her and another person. Like, you can't predict exactly. that a person who becomes so <laughs> complex and and sophisticated an actress is going to be able to have chemistry with someone else besides your main actor. In fact, why even make the the, uh, the mother someone else entirely if you're going to do that? Like, maybe just don't make the whole joke of it being that that was your Aunt Robin if you had that in your back pocket the whole time. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to do it that way. They could have just said, and that was my friend Robin. And then let that well, and- be the thing. <laughs> it's the whole making it the Aunt Robin and then going back on it is what the real issue, I think, made And if was. they
3: had... Like, obviously they did not plan on the whole Barney and Robin thing Mm -hmm. happening, and if they were, like, so sure that that's what they wanted to do, 100% Robin and Ted at the end, we're not changing our minds at all, then they should have never dipped into Barney and Robin. Never at all. I mean, honestly... It, it, It makes no sense.
1: They got extremely lucky in their casting of Kristen McLotty as the mother, because Mm -hmm. like, obviously with making, um, Kobe, Aunt Robin, like they, they weren't aware, like she would become like such a dynamic actress, basically. And that like her chemistry with various acts on the show would be so good. And like, Mm -hmm. she was so beloved that like they had to find someone like, Oh, so now we have to find someone who's going to be better than her. And people are going to love more than her and want to be the mother in favor. But then they had that there's like, Nope, he has to fall in love with Robin. So it's just Mm -hmm. like, they got lucky with but, actors yeah. at the same time; they didn't change accordingly for like the lack of expectations they had.
3: But see, even then, even then, it wasn't that they wrote themselves into a corner by Balak and that's how I met your Aunt Robin. That was part of the oh, we're so clever. Look at this little trick. Mm-hmm. That was part get-go. of the whole thing. But maybe My don't play. make him your female lead if you don't
1: want people to like exactly. latch onto that character that much.
0: And also, I, I would say, I, the, the one of the major things I have with this concept and the way it was all followed through with is that so much of this show, I, I mentioned before that I watched this a lot in college, especially. I was I so, know. it was so resonant with me with the whole, like, especially, there's a scene, I'll link to it, I believe it's the end of season four, um, where it's the one where they all jump um, jump off the, from one hotel. Is that something we, you did in college?
4: No, <laughs> but I, I, I like
0: Crazy ass
1: it's white people.
0: The leap. It's called yeah. the leap. I just don't remember what <laughs> season it is, but the, it's it's the jumping from the ledge from one ledge to the other in the apartment buildings. And yeah, I know. It, paired with the. I have uh, seen every back-
1: episode.
0: <laughs> yes, but uh, paired with the background of of the uh, everything's so perfect in that moment, and so much about like accepting, embracing change in your life, and like moving on and becoming an adult and and finding yourself. And for it, so much of this show to be about this whole, like, you know, complex version of, of aging and adulthood, and then to rip it all away and go right back to the beginning, all mm-hmm. of the growth, all of the built-in, like, you know, um, legacy that the show has built into these characters aging up out of their uncomfortable, like, 20-something age to finding themselves in their 30s and accepting their... Fo- like, Ted especially has gone on quite a... Like, he's gone from very different, like what he was doing in the beginning and like trying to figure out what he wanted to do later on and the teaching and all that kind of stuff. Like I really respect the show for taking on some of those, those, those problems. Cause those are very real problems. Like when you hit our age is like, Oh my God, am I going to use my degree or am I going to do this? I'm going to do that. I respect that part of it, but then to throw that all away and then just be like, really all that learning was for nothing. Cause I'm going to go back to the one, the girl I met earlier. So, all right, bye. <laughs> it's show's over. I'm like, so like the, the core message of the show where it's like, you know, finding yourself in in finding love is just pointless.
1: We haven't really described the, those final moments of the. Yeah, episode. I was gonna say let's let's try
0: and let's try and get onto this because it's so. <sighs> so she we, we cut to them standing first of all in the rain on, under her umbrella. He's sitting under an overhang. Move four feet to the side and you're under an overhang. But that's neither here nor there. We're trying to but be but romantic, more. I know. It's the, John, damn, it's, like, Laura. it's
2: the John Cusack. You gotta do it.
0: Yeah. Standing in the rain professing your love to a girl. I do this yeah,
2: out. I do this all the time. Does
0: it work, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> but how many serendipity
2: <laughs> moments do you have? Honestly, Kyle.
0: Yeah. Not gonna reference. lie. If you're a guy and you just start walking around with a, with a yellow umbrella, you're gonna get somebody at some point <laughs> This
2: this terrible millennial it, if, age. If we have the same initials again, I'm not doing that. A, just run. run. <laughs> You've
0: been there, done that? You been there, done that. I've lost, I've lost too many women to cancer. <laughs> I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm very tired. I'm very tired. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: But so, so she's standing there in, on, in the rain, and honestly, this is where we said before, this. it's so ironic that this show is written by the same people, this, these two scenes, because it's like such great writing and such terrible writing, so closely knit together that it's almost like a spectacle. Like, it's it's baffling to watch. So we have Ted meeting Tracy for the first time, and it's a sweet moment where really there's nothing- and obviously it was probably pre-written, but it almost feels like honest to God banter because they're just such- they have great chemistry. They guys. were it great seen together, the yeah. The series and the episode. But um, they they kind of go back and forth, like, hey, you're the girl who's the bass player in the band. And she's like, yeah, I am. And then he notices, hey, that might be my umbrella. I lost it for a while. They realize it's the same umbrella. Yeah, because
1: he knows of, uh, she's, uh, she's uh, Rachel Belston, or was Rachel Belston's uh, roommate.
0: Roommate, yeah. And so he says, oh, yeah, but I, this is definitely my umbrella, because she has my initials here, TM, and she's like, oh, no, those are my initials, Tracy McConnell. And they clearly have just fallen in love. Like, it, Obviously, it's, you know, the Ted Mosby of it all, where he's barely met this woman, but... I mean, all his friends already way. fell in love with
1: her, too, so...
0: Yeah. But they've fallen in love in that, like, you know, we're into each other way. And, and we do find out, obviously, earlier in the episode that this is why he didn't go to Chicago, because it's this moment. But so, he then tells the children, this is how I met your mother. And that is, honest to God, cut to black, fade credits... It would have been yeah. a, a real lackluster finale, but at least it would have ended on a really positive note, because that's a beautiful scene with the yellow umbrella that's so mm-hmm. iconic for this show, mm-hmm. that they literally have, like, props on the show and, like, you know, a whole marketing campaigns based around this yellow umbrella, and it would have been lovely. I mean, it would have been a little cheesy in part, but I would have respected it for at least, you know, And no one on would the be Gossip line. Girl,
1: so yeah. it would be good. <sighs> it, would, it would have worked. It would have like and then. Yeah. We, yeah, we it would have been like redeemable, basically. Yeah.
0: And then we cut to Ted's kids.
3: And here we go. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's. Who so 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 clearly scary. inherited all of their genes from Ted because there is so much stupid in this conversation. Oh they my
1: They are the worst Not kids, enough. and I wonder if she like if Trishy was actually sick or if they like
2: did something. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got rid of her. <laughs> time
0: for you <laughs> What's time, time. oh my god time for you truth bombs the entire time we got rid of her.
2: time for you what? to uh bang your aunt robin uh yeah. that's exactly. all okay
0: I mean, that's what my
1: notes are right because
0: yeah. they basically ted's kids colon go fuck robin now dad. this is story how, how you're
1: totally her. in love with Aunt robin because you know that's how kids whose mothers died talk dad
3: exactly. it's been six it years <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter that it's been six years that's not- Mom's in the ground. Definitely.
1: She's to I mean, Dad.
0: I'm not gonna sit here and say that any amount of time is good to, uh, You could do whatever you need to. I mean, obviously you want to have but time- But they're so gung-ho. Still, they're still relatively young, they're, so I would hopefully, you know, wait till they're off to college or something. But They're like,
1: gung-ho, and it's like, this is after a story of their dad talking about all the women he fucked. They're so yeah. gung-ho about him fucking their Aunt Robin. Which okay. is weird
0: enough, but when you talk about- And you and you, and your closer is- and then your mom died? <laughs> like, yeah. what? And these kids are just like, okay, well, they pretty much, okay, not just did they say, like, basically go fuck Aunt Robin, they basically make fun of the whole premise of the show. Well, you just wasted this our whole time talking about mom, and, and you barely even mentioned her. It's all about Robin. Like, first of all, no kids. Every episode starts out with him fucking talking about your mom. You are out of your goddamn mind. She is? <laughs> and she's like, this huge, she's this huge, like, like, like a uh, force in his life that he's driving towards. This I'm like these kids weren't paying attention to any of this. <laughs> like, to bullshit. be fair, to be fair, I anymore. Mean, to to be
1: fair, you've only seen these yeah. two episodes.
0: I know. Well, <laughs> off of these two episodes, they seem pretty invested, at least in the beginning. But either way, he just throws it out the door. He's just like, w-. and then of course Ted, instead of fighting them on it, just goes, "Well,
1: and no, he, he tries to fight. Him. He's like, haven't you been listening to it? I said, I'm like, they're like, yeah, you love it, Robin. They're like."
3: Yeah, dad and Aunt Robin tree like, is
1: basically what they're about to say next.
3: The worst part is them talking about how obvious Ted and Robin are when they're together. Apparently right? so basically their mom died and you just sort of swooped in and started flirting with their dad. Yeah, well, they that's that, awful. they mentioned that Aunt Robin has dinner over all the yeah. time. I'm like, what the fuck's that? about? Now Robin's <laughs> making and she, time, she, time for someone. Robin in
1: forever. <laughs> now Robin's and making then, time for someone when Tracy <laughs> did, maybe she was helping the kid get rid of her mother. <laughs> Yo, play let's, tell you, no, let's tell it now, let's tell it when they see each other, they
0: see each other downtown that one time. They see each other downtown that one time when the kids look at the skyscraper and they like get each other's numbers and keep in
1: touch. <laughs> this is a long, <laughs> like the
3: worst version of the parent trap. Ever. This is like the, yes, is the realest the version parent, of
1: the parent, like, like, parent trap. The <laughs> parent death trap. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but all aboard the murder
1: train, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's a hidden murder. The <laughs> They've been oh saying my it for god, seasons. It really I was. <laughs> they
0: climbed aboard the murder train. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it! That's so yeah, so they literally. Oh my god. Well, so we know how to promote this episode right now, and it's so and it's it's so great that that's like from Robin's past that it's murder. Well, train we know how to, so like, it's like the epitome <laughs> of. This.
1: I hope like, the first sentence in the description for this podcast is like "climb aboard the murder train." We watched the series finale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You bet your ass it will be. But so, they basically, they they, they, they are just so pro their dad getting away. It's, it's it's gross. Like, honestly, it's gross on a level that I don't think I'd be happy if my mom and dad had a tumultuous relationship and I was trying to get him late. Mm. Like, it's just so weird. They're just like, go, dad, go. And I'm like, your mom's, like, only been in the ground, like, five years. <laughs> like, let's calm down plus, a minute.
3: Plus, even... Even as an adult, I don't want to think about my dad banging. Yeah, everybody. exactly. And he's told like, a fifteen-year-old so not many... be like ha, ha 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 ha. You know, this is so great. They've told. But he's so then, like, but that happens.
2: That happens. And then, like, dude hasn't been laid in six years, so he's like, uh, yep. Good yep. good advice, kids. Time I, to go. Another crime And, and Kyle, you hit the nail on the head. head
0: that's where I find this so like I find this so like you were saying like atonal to the rest of the show because. Ted should fight, fight, put more of a fight up for this, because Ted is, if nothing, a champion for all that is good and right in the world, whether it's stupid and old-fashioned or not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't buy him like t- suddenly just dropping this whole like mythical image. He's the kind of person that will die loving that mother. Like, I don't, I don't buy that he would just throw her to the side myth- after mysticizing her enough to tell ten years worth of of stories about her, and then just go right after Robin. Like he literally tosses her aside, and he's just like. Well, is it too soon to call right now? It's kind of late, and it's like, wait, what? I'm just—I wish when that happened, I mean, it's one thing for the kids to say, "Go ahead, Dad," like, you know, it's okay to love someone again. Like, I, it's I've not. Other it's shows. not kids. It's not. It's not. But like, I—that's happened in other shows and movies. I've, i could at least buy that plot. I I'm wish they were like here, p-
1: precocious but. children from like a '90s rom-com. That would maybe make it more acceptable.
0: I don't know. Like, so the fact
1: te- like jaded teenagers makes me like really upset. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and the way that she says it too, that I think it's partly because they're so young, and Lindsay Van just is not great in this bit they're, where she's just like they're both so Tad! giddy, it's
1: weird. Yeah, David <laughs> Henry doesn't really speak; it's all like it's all Lindsay Van like being like the cheerleader for them. It's really weird.
0: I still can't get over the fact that they basically just say like the whole show has been moot because
3: they they're, the, they're criticizing like the, the whole thing. The biggest problem with this entire finale, and it sort of boils down to this scene, is that we were sold one premise which is this is how this dude meets this woman who is life changing for him and in reality the real premise of the show the secret premise of the show is that he's coming to grips with how he wants to bang his ex-girlfriend yeah and the, the ex-girlfriend. And show really reminds us again
1: again again it's not right and, for him and vice versa
0: and the kids and the kids saying that like dad have you even been listening to what you're saying obviously you're into it. and I'm like well we watched 10 seasons too I think it was okay for him to want to end with the mom. Like, I'm like, it's almost mm-hmm. like they were cheapening our own, like, version of watching the show because, what are you, stupid dad? I'm like, no, I'm not stupid. I watched this show too. <laughs> Robin has a complicated life, kids. You don't know her like we do. i like, <laughs> so offended. Like, you see her once a month for these fancy fucking dinners where she's clearly creeping on your your widow.
1: i you that I'm baby blue dress again.
0: Like... I mean, like, I, I get it. Robin's probably holding some kind of a flame for him for whatever stupid reason. Everyone's like been hit on their head at some point in their lives and have some bad choices to make. But like Mm -hmm. regardless of that, like for this to be such a selling point to end the entire show on is insane. Like I understand Mm -hmm. to do this at the beginning of the season and then to unravel it from there even. Like I would have dealt with that. I mean it would have been bad, but at least you could have like, you know, acknowledged the fact that the premise is over. Don't leave it it last five minutes of the
3: show. It goes back to the whole, maybe they should have done an episode for every major plot point of this season. I would have hated to watch, like, two episodes of Ted and Robin figuring out they want to be together, but at least it would have felt marginally more organic than just this. I mean, know? we
0: could not be more literal. It is the last four minutes of the of the episode and the series that this takes place. Mm-hmm. It is... It is honestly, iconically terrible. Like, I could not believe that they crammed it to the last possible second. Like, it's almost like a record scratches, and then he's like, "Psych! I'm gonna go bang Aunt Robin! Okay. And thought he knew hello.
1: what he wanted until he met Aunt Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on and, Sunshine and, starts playing.
0: And so he goes, yeah, he goes running off, and well, he, first he tries to give her a call, he's like, wait, 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 wait. I have to think they'll fucking nail it, kids. And they're like, go for it, Dad. <laughs> Finger gun. And then he grabs the goddamn French horn. That damn blue French horn. Which he what, went back to that penis. restaurant that's
3: still open in the same place in New York City 20 years later. No, he kept that the first time. Though. Did oh, wait, no, they gave it back. No. Didn't, like, after she was finally like, hey, we're really for reals done.
1: And then he had to go back and it was like, they had, like, chained up and he still, like, stole it.
3: Or yeah, you but there was one episode where she like moves out of the apartment and leaves it behind, and I thought that I thought it went bad, but maybe he just held on to it. Oh God! Wait, go-
2: it's a metaphor for the whole show. Oh God! Let's, th- let's think about this. That's gross. So he Either does he
3: give it, it back, again, which is crazy pants. Or he, he does give it back it at one point.
0: I know that for sure. Years. Cause he says I would have stolen a whole orchestra. That's not- Well, the
1: yeah, that's scene. like that's season two, though, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: you're like you're like way behind, Maura. Yeah. No, well, no, 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 no. We're, we're, no, we're no, way no. past that, that. He does give it back at that point, and they give it back, but he steals it again. Yes,
1: that's what I'm talking after about. After up.
0: Because like, these two cannot ever fucking get it together, and he must have kept it for. At, let's think about that. That must have been season.
3: I'm gonna say if I can five. find. Out. Yeah, I,
1: I, that's when I think, they don't get back together, and he's like, "Okay, I think it's, we're gonna get back together," and they don't. But like he steals a French horn, he's like, gotta be perfect because that fucking French horn represents everything, and it should just be set on you're right, you're fire right, or Kyle, hit with a damn it's wrecking ball. Chained up
0: that time, or, or whoever mentioned it was—it was, it was, it was me. definitely chained up the second time. So they meant mm. they definitely like they notice that it, it. They they make reference to the fact that it has been stolen already once before. So either he does an elaborate like heist scene that we do not get where he steals it a third time, or he's kept it for almost twenty years, and that's insane. Yep. He's a sociopath, (laughs) like, and also, like, no wonder these kids, no wonder these kids realize he's into Robin. He has a foot out the door the entire time. I just imagine a world where the mother dies
1: and, like, he decides Victoria is actually the one he wants to be with, and, like, he kept one of her cupcakes, like, Uh... safe for 20 years. (laughs) Oh, in the
0: freezer. In the freezer. And then one time the mom, like, tries to eat it, and she's like, what's this? He's like, that's not for you. (laughs) Damn,
1: my business, woman.
0: German chocolate. Or whatever, wherever she went. Oh, yeah, she was yes, Germany, Christ. yeah. Oh man. But so so I, I'm pretty sure he probably kept it this entire time, which is Which honestly is creepy, which super creepy.
3: And it undermines again the whole idea that Tracy was supposed to be like genuinely meaningful to him that he kept something that was so symbolic of his relationship with Rachel, uh, with Robin. I don't know where I he's Ross and like Rachel of it all. But so, he
0: has moved several houses since this has first been stolen. So he's really creepily carrying it, he's had it putting in, like, it their in, their in a closet. memento box. Oh what a sociopath <laughs> Also, he Ugh. knew exactly where it was when it was time to go fuck her at the end, so... Unless
1: he, to... he didn't have it until the kids stole it when they were working on their plan to kill their mother and get <laughs> him together with Aunt Robin.
0: I mean, technically speaking, he could have just bought a French horn and spray-painted it blue, but I honestly don't think they would have done that. This show's way too uh, bombastic for that. They want the original yeah. under dice. So, yeah, so th- I that's that's insane. But yeah, he, he does that, he steals it again, or he keeps it the whole time, and then runs back over... And then this, the show ends without any, I mean, the last words uttered are Robin saying, we'll, we'll work on that.
3: Because she has the, the dogs, she's still got the five dogs, yeah. which
0: is still no, a No, t- not I still,
3: but t- she, she managed to get five dogs identical. Yeah, these are new ones because they're not trained yet.
0: Yeah, and I also kind of find it really... I always I always kind of makes me sad because she lives in New York and she's got these five huge dogs. But on top of that, she travels constantly,
3: so I'm just like, you're terrible to these dogs. At well, this point, she settled she's down, already, remember?
1: She settled down, and now Ted has everything he wants she so can finally have her. She
3: probably, she probably quit her job, like, the second she found out Tracy was dead.
1: Oh, <laughs> God. that was part of the parent trap plan God.
3: that had right? And she moved into that apartment... Which is now big enough, probably for five dogs.
0: Huh? It's New York, though. That's tough. I don't know, but I don't know. Either way, I mean, it, it's a. Those are, I mean, I'm not saying it like.
1: He probably dogs bought in New the York building. Anyway. She could have. She's rich enough.
0: Yeah, it's more just that there's one of them. It's like a Dalmatian or a Great Dane. It's huge. So it's like it's just not, not to mention,
3: kinda... where where does Ted live? Where is this house of his at? Again. They, he goes running, so somewhere near... There they never really normal. say anything <laughs> about
1: geography in New York in the show, really. <laughs> I've noticed. In
3: the middle of the freaking night. God, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna isolate that, and then use that at the end as well.
0: because <laughs> That is that is the epitome of Ted Mosby. It's under your breath. Oh, God. what who yeah, sure You there. and Tracy were
1: in The Birds.
0: Yeah, definitely the movie out of town, because they have the same backing where, obviously, this, the, the story to his kids is being set. That's the iconic... I love this place, and they're like looking around at where the kids sit in front of every episode. So it's like, ooh, they're here, and it's just—it's so much like fucking navel gazing. And then for it to be so navel gazing, and then they throw all that shit right out the window is so infuriating. What but so yeah, so he he shows up with, so... the, with the blue French horn, throws it up in the air. Her, but the final line is Robin letting the, the dogs off the leashes and
1: says, "Yeah, throw it up in the air." The... Okay, he like he 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 holds it high. He didn't like throw it at her. No, <laughs> he throws the
0: hand
4: although out that
0: would have been
1: funny. <laughs> No, he, he does the same
0: thing it's he did the other two times. He just throws his hand her. up in the air. Hey, <laughs> That'd be cash. hilarious. And, yeah. A dog jumps out the window trying to catch it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so many deaths in this dumb episode. <laughs> oh my god, I could totally see that. If any show would do that, it'd be this show, and then it would start playing, like, some fucking Bob Dylan that would, song. That would be better,
1: honestly. And maybe... <sighs> maybe that would save like it if a dog died. God. <laughs>
0: Oh, this show is so stupid. Um, So he, he, he puts his hand up in the air with the blue French horn, and then she has just walked into the room. Again, he always catches her in these moments, just when she's getting home or doing something. It's so stupid. And so she walks in, and then we're just to at this, like, future technology where she tries to tell the TV, like, you know, future gibberish where she's like security door show outside <laughs> so i was like okay fine <laughs> fucking like not not the first time in this episode where I'm just, i just keep thinking upon rewatch like oh my god parks and rec watched the, the the creators of parks and rec watched this episode and we're like not gonna do this not gonna do that not nope. Gonna do nope nope <laughs> they use this as basically like a map of what to not do um exactly. and so um they including nailing future technology um, and so, she's like, oh, forget it, and she sticks her head out the window, like she does in the, in the pilot, and then sees Ted there, and she, she's before to the, to the dogs, when she lets them free, she says, stay, and she's like, uh, oh, we'll work on that, and then her last line is saying to the, to the thing, oh, forget it, basically, because she gives up I on the thing, you know, could. sticks her head out the window. I Which wish I could. I wish I could forget this. It's, it's so stupid. I mean, honestly... Why is this her last moment? Why doesn't he at least say something romantic or something? Like it's stupid.
3: Because which honestly, which boils down to Robin is not important in the story until it's time for
1: her misery to be over. Basically, is the final scene. It's like, okay, she Robin, is... you're not you're no longer punished. Daddy's she own. A, yep.
0: She she is the <laughs> physical embodiment of a finish line. Is basically what she is in this episode. She and is a prize. <laughs> yes, uh, honestly, and. And I think that the thing that really, like, infuriates me the most is is Robin, as a prize, as an object, they spent so much time decompartmentalizing that where you understand, like, so much of her life is being treated as this, like, you know, complicated person who is getting, like, you know, thrown to the side because she's pretty or thrown to the side because she works too hard. And you really kind of respect her for being more complicated than that. And then in the end, they're like, okay, all that stuff we talked about where it was, like, Ted not learning his lesson about treating women like these, like, all-encompassing, en- all like, you know, destiny-driven story mm-hmm. fairy tales. He goes back and does the same thing. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's completely disheartening and depressing and, honestly, devastating to watch. Because I, w- I was obsessed with the show and this is the worst possible way it could have ended, pretty mm-hmm. much. And I don't even mean that in the Robin and Ted of it all. I wouldn't have even cared. If you if you had gotten rid of all the shit with the mom, it would have been terrible, but at least then it wouldn't have felt like such a weird betrayal of the character because I don't think that the Ted Mosby that I do tolerate and enjoy at times would treat her with such absolute, like, criminal rebuffing so quickly after her death. It's It's- Mind blowing, and Marshall and Lily are nowhere to be found for most of the latter half of that episode. Well, I'm glad well, probably... they cut out
1: the scene where Marshall and Lily can. Conti- they they had one scene where it's like the Marshall and Lily bet about like oh Ted ending up with Robin or not, and then apparently they cut out a scene where it's like oh hey he did end up with Robin. I'm glad they cut that out because I would have been oh god that's that's a way to make this even worse yeah. of an episode of television.
0: Yeah. And Barney's also obviously he keeps has his child
1: white. who he cares about.
0: But also, honestly, if you put Barney in the same room as Ted, it's always going to look like Barney's the. Per- it doesn't make any sense because the chemistry in Robin and 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 Ted obviously is there because they're very good with each other. Mm-hmm. Even oh, yeah, I was definitely,
1: I, always I was them. into Robin and Ted for the first two seasons, and oh, for we're, sure. we're in season nine at this point, so that tells I
3: think you a lot. The problem is the writing it always. Was... It always felt pointless to me because you knew that he wasn't going to end up with her. So I guess I maybe mean, like waiting for him the to grow fuck on me. Up.
0: Yeah. And the trouble with me was always that I thought they wrote it too well. I, I thought they wrote the breakup way too well. I would still mm-hmm. you a whole orchestra is beautiful. To this day, I love that line. And I think it's it's ironic to me that they spent so much time writing this beautifully broken love story between these two people that were never going to be ending up together, which I think- Never write for each not, other. There's not enough of that in the world. I wanted mm-hmm. something like that. And even the, even the Barney and Robin stuff I would have taken doing the same thing as long as it was well done- but Done better than that. They didn't do yeah. that either. They just threw that out the window because, eh. You know, it's better to just have this, like, canned bullshit, like... Honestly, if they had, if you had someone that said, like, the network wrote that for them in season two and then made them do it, it would have made more sense. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, those characters, and, and I mean, the actors, or, sorry, the writers, wrote for those actors and characters to pre- perform and to do a certain thing, which is to have this big romantic sweeping off your feet kind of moment. So they obviously, it makes sense that they wrote it, but it still feels so divorced from the way that the rest of the show ended up being that it just felt like someone shoved it in there last minute. Mm-hmm. The fact that it was the creators of the show continues to shock me because they were pretty open about later seasons when stuff didn't work. They, I think they were kind of honest, like, yeah, like this didn't really kind of work out the way we thought it would, so we're going to revisit it
3: a different way. Because I remember but the first just, time... But that's they, just, they clearly thought they were brilliant. They clearly thought going into this. This was that, genius. That they... Nailed it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they thought they nailed it. And and that's the problem. It's the not that they thing weren't... The to
0: me, too, is that, um, to me, I, when I watch this show and other shows like it, I expect at least, like, you know, the, the writers of a show that you're watching are gonna probably understand the gist of what you like about a show, especially because they started mm-hmm. to write more towards the Barney and Robin, which they did not do in the beginning like the first two seasons you can name on one hand you might have episodes where they have strong interaction but they realized they had such good chemistry that they did more of it so why even do that if you're gonna t- get rid of it in the end it was <laughs> oh
1: god don't make me talk about was, gossip girl too <laughs> yeah, that. That,
3: thing. it was also that ted could have everything he wanted at the beginning of the series which was Get married, have kids, and also have Robin. So now- Literally having his cake was... and eating it too, guys. Yeah, yeah and,
0: and and honestly, they, they did it in the grossest way possible. Instead of him and Robin adopting kids together, they literally were like, well, he'll have kids with someone else who can have kids, and then- when And then she'll die.
2: <laughs> she'll die. She'll die. She'll literally
3: die. I'm shocked that she just didn't die giving birth to their second child, to be honest <laughs> with you like, just to get her out of the way as soon as possible. I still
2: because probably that. A lot, lot of de- death know. and childbirth. this. Well, I'm really
1: surprised weird. that they weren't just twins and, like, it was, like, Padme giving birth to Luke and Leia, which is what oh, he wanted. He wanted yeah. he wanted kids named Luke yep. and Leia anyway, so they might as well have just done it that.
4: Oof, Jeez,
1: gross.
2: That's and then she
1: told, Before that, you would have told that he's breaking her heart, <laughs> the wow. poor younglings, and
2: <laughs> I have no
1: idea. It I met your can... mother, franchise.
0: You continue that to was... be, like, on fire. Because <laughs> so, 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 like, that's, like, like you just said that, and it just literally, my brain literally wrinkled.
2: <laughs> like, you, oh my god. You are my brother, Anakin. Why did they do that? You
1: guys ever like, want me to just, like, ruin a TV show for you? You can hire me.
3: <laughs> I'm here. Oh my god. You were supposed to bring
2: balance to the show, not to bring it <laughs> oh, useful,
3: like, you, like... <laughs> <laughs> That you do not alter it I oh, God.
2: I I can yeah, so I is... can do the entire third act of Star Wars episode three if you need me to. Could you
1: please can you please do this right
2: now? Can, can I, can I, can <laughs> in the back pocket just in case?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they could totally
0: have gotten away with something like that where it is a Luke and, a Leia and I mean honestly as dark as that would be at least there would be some humor to it or something I, like,
1: don't, I feel like that no. actually would have had more backlash <laughs> I said
3: because it, it was so I, well, terrible I mean I, it's so clear to me how much they don't care about Tracy that I would not have been surprised not that I think they should have done it just that I wouldn't have been surprised if they had killed her off sooner right? because she served her purpose by pushing out Ted's babies and playing bass Laugh in the face,
0: like like uh, was it Kim from the the Pixies or whatever? Yes,
2: yeah, exactly. Oh, oh man, you've what never heard
1: of, you've never heard of the Pixies, but you you heard of them when you were looking up things about how I met
2: your mother, of course. Yeah, you know. Well, they made they made her like the like throughout the entire television series. Like she is made out to be this impossible. Creature that uh, woman, like and in he idolizes this thing in such a way that it's like, uh, just like in the third man when they're talking about Orson Welles the entire fucking time, and then you see him in the last five minutes, but he has the gravitas to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Just and and Tracy does have that; it works. Yeah, it, christian already wo- like she nails it. it. That's the thing. But she—that's the—that's what's upsetting about this is like holy shit how did you pull that off like and then just like not realize you have gold in your fucking hand and course correct because you you hit you struck lightning twice and you should like write an entire season of Ted and Tracy like going through their lives because we earned that Uh, that's
3: what we were in the show for and then
2: it didn't happen and then they're like oh well you didn't get that but we'll give you the thing you didn't want and we're gonna make it real gross. <laughs>
3: Extra gross. <laughs> exactly. His
2: kids love it, you guys.
0: That's what matters, right? It's
2: because they're murder- kids murder- looking murder- their dad. murderous sociopaths, just like him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, there's there's so many. I won't get into it, but Star Wars, man. All right, so <laughs> so, um, uh, is there anything we haven't gone into? I mean, I, I think honestly, we've gone into everything,
1: like, and I think that's great. Yeah. I
0: think. I think there's probably a million more things we could say about the show as a whole, mm. but I think we tried to keep it as relegated to the finale because it's so in- insanely gross a, a concept to-, to go over. Yeah. But I'm sure, I mean, we didn't even get into any, I mean, I mentioned it briefly, the rough patch is another one that I absolutely loathe, and there's tons of stuff that Barney did. All the bro code shit is... It gets... Yeah. 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 So and much middling, of Barney's. Middling at best, and then it grows as, as it goes along. Do we want to
1: quote and... critics' reactions? because Yeah, oh. real quick. Oh. So oh. I got, I, up hold some on. I
2: got two, two notes I didn't use. Uh, okay, in, please. And they're pretty telling. It's during the part where we... Um, Ted... They find out that Ted has met Tracy and all this. I have two notes. One, uh, the quote is emotional endurance Ugh. <laughs> and the last one is uh, they've been they're talking about uh, Ted going through hell and back and I'm just thinking back like all Ted has had is like a really like chill white male experience and got to make a build a building and you know had multiple a- buildings <laughs> yeah like He's good. So, his hell is, um, I, I'm not buying <laughs> that. I want
1: to go to there.
2: I want to go to your hell, dude, because I would love some buildings.
0: Uh, <laughs> With my name and, on it. I and,
2: buildings. And multiple women that love me when they shouldn't have.
0: Um, more than all. I mean, that's the thing, it's th- this show is, at least this show kind of, like, backs up a little bit on that, as some shows don't. Like, I'm not- I, uh, I hate bringing back the Big Bang Theory, but that's especially one Do you? Because I mean, you bring
1: it up all the time. I feel like you love no. bringing up the Big so Bang Theory. Well, this especially Aww. is so- Latoya, ra-
3: we are emotionally scarred. You cannot possibly understand. I know it. I <laughs>
1: can't because I was aware it was bad. You guys apparently were brainwashed.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm an excommunicated member of Scientology, Latoya. <laughs> I've gone clear. But so, um- but regardless of that, though, like, I think that specifically, like, on the Big Bang Theory, they have, like, Leonard, who is this mopey white guy, everything sucks, no one likes me, who's dated nothing but attractive women most of his life on the show. So, like, it's, it's the same as any show that does that kind of stuff. It's unrealistic Hollywood standards for everybody's... Thing. but ted especially is like oh i'm so forlorn no one loves me i'm dating a new person every week like okay so i think mean, that especially with this it, it rings especially false because so much of the show is based around ted finding the one you know what i and should so just ended up with Lindsay price
1: been. and i would have been like that's what you deserve you piece of shit
0: <laughs> but so many people could have been the one and that's why we mentioned victoria is because she's one of many people who could have fit in to be a better version of the one I didn't necessarily love Stella either, but I think Stella definitely I, was a vying candidate. I actually
1: really liked Stella until, like, the whole everything yeah, was awful. When she, yeah. she left, she might be all Like, what the fuck?
0: Exactly. So, like, I, she was good up until that point. I even liked that they, they showed the version of his life if he had, like, gotten married to her. Those
1: ugly, that. ugly so children. She... <laughs> which I, don't, I don't believe at all.
0: Blonde children. No, oh my God. Not in a million years. <laughs> no way. But so but regardless of that, like I totally agree. Kyle. I think it's it's so it's so pedantic to be so obsessed with this, this romantic like live like feast or famine romanticism where everything else in your life is going great. So it's like you're making your own problems pretty much. You're you're obsessing mm-hmm. over things that are like i don't get so much of his life is like, you know, chasing after a woman and then finding all these little stupid nitpicky things he doesn't like. It's the Seinfeld. well
3: effect. And, like, he he kept getting into relationships that were terrible choices for him. Like, or Stella had obviously had a thing, lot yeah. going on in her life. Mm-hmm. And he shouldn't have pursued that. And he certainly shouldn't have pursued marriage as fast as he did. And then, you know, everything with, uh, oh gosh, what was her name? The married protesting oh zoe that oh oh god zoe Zoe. oh my god which was honestly
1: she was straight up married that was just (laughs) awful it was bad from like the casting of jennifer morrison like that was just awful casting in general it was an awful fucking character
3: relationship with uh with victoria ending the first time because he cheats tries to cheat on her with robin he brings a lot of this stuff on himself because he doesn't pursue healthy relationships, and then again, his like his second
1: relationship with Victoria was with Robin him breaking her up with the guy she was going to marry, like exactly. And then he he still is like Robin, 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 like.
0: And mm-hmm. same with um, uh, I can't think of her name right now. Uh, I'm just thinking Rachel Bilson, but like she, well, he's dated a well, lot Well, she was a lesbian, people. so. Right. <laughs> but he's dated a lot of people off and on who's like obsessed with in 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 image, but then when he actually dates them, he finds all these things that are wrong with them. Or it's like we're saying that like he wants his cake and to eat it too. He wants to have, he wants, he's he's a it's it's he's perpetually FOMO. Like he's obs- he's so devastated by the concept of missing out on the one that he keeps shooting himself in the foot with many women who could have been the one if he put in the time and effort it takes to be in mm-hmm. love and, and married to someone. And he just can't do that. And even even when he does meet in quote unquote the one, he shoots himself in the foot there. And he says, well. I've kept this blue fucking French horn the whole time, and maybe that's why she died. Maybe it had <laughs> lead paint on it. Well, there's, like,
2: <laughs> there's I don't understand. There's a, lot, there's a lot to that point that strikes true in why I kept on watching this show and why Agreed. I identified with the show at times, because uh, back in 2004 or five, I was a hopeless romantic. So uh, I... I definitely fell fell through in, in this course of identifying with the search for l- love and happiness and the a perfect partner, and then you grow up and you realize that you know relationships are very complicated, and there's not exactly anything that like that is a brilliant tell to say this is the perfect person for you or it's not. There's always going to be some area of you know n- not knowing. Work to be done. Uh, work exactly, but yeah. and then but and then like through the course uh, of this show, like he's been in many serious relationships, and I have as well. So I, it's just weird when you come up to the finishing part, and I've grown more in this character, uh, and I always equate it to like when with dude, dudes, my, my brand of dudes, we just watch high fidelity too much. Not and not getting any of the lessons, um, and that's kind of what's going yeah. on in this. Yeah, uh, or
0: any John Cusack. Just, yeah, any junk Cusack movie is basically the
2: same. A- yeah. Absolutely, except the High Fidelity is deals with the more of the anger uh, and the self mm-hmm. and the self righteousness. Uh, and I feel like how
0: dare she not I, love me back? Exactly.
2: Or like, yeah. why isn't this working perfectly? We're supposed to be perfect, 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 perfect. Like it's. <laughs> That's not how relationships work. So, but it it sucks because this show does have a lot of great representation of how hard relationships can be and how rewarding they can be when they work. Uh, Uh Unfortunately, it does not go the entire way. And the finale pretty much reverts its entire lesson.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's the thing is it, it goes to that point and then just reverses it back to where it was in the beginning. Which is so young and naive, if anything.
2: Yeah, it's because exactly. they it's because they use footage that was like ten years fucking old. because
0: like. <laughs> it's, it's that that is the ideal ending when you. In fact, what I would have loved is if they had that ending, and then he then he goes the record scratch. No, never mind. I ended happily with your mom. Like. It, they, he wasted that ending moment with Stella. He, they should not have done that with Stella where they show the kid. They should have done that with Robin.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Or something. Or I don't know. Some, some kind of a happy ending with Robin and then said, never mind. I actually met your mother. Or something like that. If they're going to have to stick to this, this whole, like, you know, Ted and Robin ending up together and they need to, you know, shoehorn that in, at least make it that way. Because reversing it to be the other way not only reverses the whole concept of the show's premise where it's working towards, It also just, it cheapens the whole, it it cheapens his entire character. Like, his whole characterization is, like, so we're rooting for a guy that basically, like, is just waiting for his wife to die. Like, to meet his wife and then for his wife to die. Because that's pretty much the epitome of the show. Because the minute they start, Mm -hmm. they end up together. They, 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 when do they actually get married? I guess technically, they're minute, like.
1: They're already, like, together seven years before they get married.
0: Right, but I guess technically it's maybe like minute 20 of this episode, Mm -hmm. minute 15. So we've seen them together, all things said, maybe 5 to 10 minutes, if that, and then she dies. So it's like, we've been waiting this entire time for 10 minutes, and a a goodbye montage, which is basically a dead reel. Like, (laughs) wow. Okay! I
2: think we did it. I think we did it, guys. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh man! So let's let's find. So what were the the critical stuff? Was what you said? Well,
1: uh, I do like at the beginning of the Wikipedia page. It's just like some fans joked that the episodes were an early April Fool's joke because it yeah. aired on March thirty first. Uh, which... I, s- I swear to God, that's I remember that going around. And I remember that as well. God was I like I was hoping it was not uh let's see i'm vanderwerf when he was at the av club said that bays and thomas Friend of the show. yes uh <laughs> bays and thomas simply looked like shitty long-term planners unable to understand that getting the audience so invested in the barney <laughs> and robin coupling or in tracy the character would make it all the harder when the series finale abruptly dissolved the former and treated the latter's death as an aside in the narration the, the show never s- seemed to suggest ted mourned her feels like a vile portrayal of his character
0: and and we should say too, we, we kind of briefed over that whole scene in general because honestly, it is all narration, like like Todd said. So it's you get a scene of her in the hospital bed and Ted saying, "And I was with her until she died," essentially, More, kind of what he says. Mm-hmm. And I actually love that until moment she got where the they sickness. switch. Up. I love <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> um, but so he, he he there's a great moment when they first transition from Bob Saget to Josh Radner, which I loved because I was like oh finally it's actually pretty good, and. That aside, he goes into and then she died, and then it cuts to the the kids talking about Them. Robin. But I'm like, where is this moment where we get like the goodbye scene with with his mom with the mom? Like, why doesn't mm-hmm. she get to say goodbye herself, or at least like one final word? Like, be happy, Ted. Live your life. Mm-hmm. That that would do. Actually, Don't that would go a long Robin. way towards him. Yeah, well, that would go a long yeah. way towards him. Fucking Robin, to be honest. Like, he could totally have been said like, hey. It's okay. I want you to find true love. Yeah, if it's like I she think.
1: says, go be happy.
0: It'd be bullshit. What it, it, be, it needs to be? It needs to me. be like
1: the Nicholas Sparks movie where Kobe Smolders is uh, Josh Duhamel's ghost dead wife. And- Spoiler <laughs> alert! Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> listen to how <laughs> this get made, people. I know. That's, I know that
0: too. <laughs> I've never seen the movie, but I've seen the. Uh, but to I know Kobe Smolders the like ghost wife.
2: Times. So what we can? I'm gonna cry
0: if I ever watch it. I'm sure. And just like
2: we can do, like I know there are fan edits. Uh, that have just snipped all the bad shit out of us, but now, uh. now, <laughs> now we can do a, a the same thing like a de-specialized version, just like they did with Star Wars. But we take <laughs> her speech speech that she talks about all of that uh, ending death. Well, uh, with in Fargo with Patrick Wilson. <laughs> oh my just, god! Just, just take that, throw this in this episode, and then boom, we finish the series better than the writers. Done.
1: Basically, know, we, we suggested that. we suggested we turn High at Your Mother" into deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> episode three and Fargo. That's yeah. what's happened.
0: This sounds pretty good, though. I'm yeah. gonna
1: lie. Put it all in a blender.
0: And I also I want to mention too that um uh what do you call it the the whole like um uh, terrible disappointment and everything resulted in a fan petition. I don't know. If that's also what you're gonna
1: read. Too, oh no! People literally. I, did not, I was not gonna read that one, but uh... yeah,
0: they were literally writing. Like they're all writing. Like, is this an alternate ending? And even to honestly, to God, when I was watching it today, I I pulled it up and I started watching it. And I'm like, I wonder if they cut that five minutes off because they could totally do that. All they need to do is chop the they, last five minutes. You know, off. they have
3: like an alternate ending on the yeah, DVD right? awesome.
1: when they don't have the kids like fucking oh, well, nice, robbing.
3: But part of no, me... I mean, and they also there's also some dumb montage about like. Life. Reconciliation and like it's like a vague sort of implication that that um, Robin and Barney could have figured their crap out, oh, but I didn't know that yeah. But like it's all, that aside,
0: what? if they chop off the last five minutes, it would have made more sense. I partly was just I remember this being such a huge backlash at the time that I didn't remember it being such the you know in between of like positive and negative. So, I was partly expecting it to, to, to pull it up and then just thinking, oh, maybe they got rid of it. And then I got to the end, I'm like, oh no, it's still here. But, like, as maybe, a, like,
1: you're. Netflix rid of it. has the alternate ending and it did not. Mm. That's, that's a uh, shame. Uh, they should really just change it to be that. They really but... should. Like, come on, guys. No one wants this. Uh, but yeah, there's also uh, Thomas at TV.com. Who uh, wrote? I've seen several people on social media saying that those fans who were upset by the finale misunderstood the show's premise, and I'd argue those people are idiots. <laughs> yeah,
0: true. And that's the biggest. That was the biggest. I don't know about you guys, but I remember everyone who basically said, I-, "I didn't see a ton of it." I think if you liked it, you probably liked Robin and Ted. Although, to be honest, again, I said I liked Robin and Ted. I thought it was a misjustice to yes, Robin. I grew, I
1: don't give I a grew shit about out of Ted. Robin and Ted. Like the show grew out of Robin and Ted until.
0: These last two episodes. Right. I mean, I, I like I said, I could get rid of the last five minutes and I wouldn't care. I mean, I, I liked Barney and Robin, but I just... I could understand why they wanted to end it that way, at least ambiguously. But even with the Mom dying, it's terrible, but at least then, whatever. But either way, whatever.
1: So, but that end but tag is that, garbage. A lot of
0: people thought, like, oh, if you didn't like it, you just didn't get the whole, you know, show. Like, it was a lot of people were saying... Well, you don't understand where the show was coming from. I'm like, oh my god, it's this bullshit. Yeah, you're right.
3: I, I totally, totally, it was stupid of me to think something called How I Met Your Mother was about the mother in any way at all. That that should have been relevant to the end of the story. I mean,
0: uh, just, just, I just, it's just so infuriating. It would have made more sense if Ted had adopted those two children, and then they said, "Psych, your aunt Robin's actually your mom, and her name is Louise." <laughs> 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 Given her a student in this whole time, so it wasn't awkward when I talked about us banging all those years. Like, come on! No, hey, like... It's like, no, Dad,
1: it's even more awkward now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Louise, <God. laughs> no, like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb, guys. Oh my god. Well, all right. So, I I, I highly recommend you watch the none of this episode and never the never the episode itself if you ever watch any of
1: it. But, the backup um, we're gonna make
0: where the mother's a ghost yes. the whole time. <laughs> the mother's a ghost, <laughs> or at least the dead mom from from Fargo. I mean, at the very least, like come on, like I don't. Oh God, it's infuriating. But yeah, so any any other wrap up thoughts? I think we're good. <laughs> like, my God. This is an epic episode, guys, so, I mean, I feel like we did it at least somewhat justice. Although we'll never no, be as many No, Mora, you later.
1: really your uh, spot to say this episode was legend. Wait for it.
0: Wait for it? Wait
1: for it. Shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> Dairy. Uh,
0: yeah, so so let's move on to plugs, then. So what's up with you, Latoya? Uh,
1: well, eventually... You should read my pieces on uh, Gossip Girl and also my piece on Fastlane whenever those drop. So yeah. read about those, especially with talking about disappointing endings and just shows oh, not living up to their potential. You're gonna love the Gossip Girl piece. I wrote a lot. Not
0: Fastlane though, right? Fastlane was uh, the Fast- <laughs> before Fastlane was,
1: was it was a beautiful show. Only twenty two episodes. <laughs> twenty two, okay. nearly three million dollar episodes. Oh, my God. Really? It was like 2.5, 2.6 million per episode. It was fucking oh, cow. Super fucking expensive. <laughs> That's, That's why it was canceled. It was so expensive to make. Uh, you can find me at LeFergs, and then you'll know what I'm writing.
0: Awesome. All right, and what's up with you, Jess?
3: Nothing. <laughs> I'm in a in-between projects phase. Ooh. So, Good yeah. Good times. But you have your Twitter. Up.
0: You can link your Twitter if you want.
3: Yeah. It's <laughs> Galfridian, if you can guess how to spell that.
0: It'll be in the show notes,
3: so check out the show yeah. notes. Show notes! Mostly, mostly I talk about The 100 and Killjoys and... What else? Oh, I guess that's it. These Star Wars. <laughs> Star
0: Wars, probably. Star Wars,
3: yep. No, I'm not talking about Star Wars on Twitter because spoilers.
0: You're, you're good. Yeah, spoilers.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and what's up with you, Kyle?
2: Uh, we have our... Annual beta awards for uh, my podcast, Beta Male Experience. Uh, so check that all out right. on, on iTunes. And you can follow all of my uh, sandwiched infused ramblings uh, <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> at, uh, at KG Run. All
0: right. Awesome. And as always, I am at Mara E on Twitter. Um, the. Upcoming uh, recap for the Televixen will be, when it comes back on, um, iZombie and Supergirl as well, but they're both on vacation for a little bit. Um, in the meantime, Happy New Year. Um, the next episode of this show is going to be Frasier. Uh, the crazy, mm-hmm. crazy season 8, episode 14 plot that was 100% about, um, you know, Daphne getting fat. And <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I will say, for future reference... We are going to be dropping that two weeks from now because me and Latoya are not crazy people that are going to attempt a show a week every every day of 2016 because quality over quantity, guys. Although I think we've done really well up until this point. We'd be insane. We'd be the equivalent of a, a Ted Mosby to be going that... We don't have the emotional endurance to handle it. <laughs> I don't
1: think. I definitely do not. <laughs> no,
0: we don't. And uh, you'll see probably more... Maybe some special stuff in that respect as well so that we're we'll able to do a little bit more than just catch up with each random episode we're recording. But, um, so stay tuned for Frasier, and then that'll be, um, it'll be January 15th, so stay tuned, mark your calendars, I will tweet it, drop it on at Televoid, and you can, um, rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes, you can email us at thetelevoid at gmail.com, and you can find us at com. and in the meantime, guys, thank you for sticking through this monster of an episode. I know it's been a long time coming for a lot of people, this is one of the worst episodes of TV that most people constantly recommend for us to do and i'm glad we got it done and thank you guys for both being a part of it happy new year and we'll see you uh in the rest of 2016 bye later
1: suckers
3: (laughs) god what a loser